From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes past the hour. Thanks for waking up early in the morning. I want to share with you... How do I put this? It's empirical. Uh, it's factual. I want to counterbalance the abundant lies that are being told because I can tell when people are getting a little bit squeamish. That's why I said a long time ago, I wish we could just make it November 8th because the Democrat media, they've got nothing. So all they can do is to continue to say how great Joe Biden is doing. But here's the truth. Democratic candidates will not appear with them. So that what I always tell you is don't listen to what they say. Watch what they're actually doing. You watch Fetterman in Pennsylvania, Warnock in Georgia, on and on and on and on. They're not going to be seen with them. Here's more empirical evidence. NBC, and they're always lousy polls for Republicans. 75% of voters believe that our country is on the wrong track. Only 21%. And who are these sick people? 21% do believe that the United States is heading in the right direction. And I I always believe that kind of number because it doesn't matter. You could burn their house down, kill their families. There's nothing you could do. And they will tell you, fantastic. The the Democrats, they're doing great. Fantastic. They just, they, they lie. Liars who lie about lying. 58% say they feel, quote, more worried that America's best years may already be behind us. Isn't that terrible? Honestly, I don't even know how I would answer that question myself. I think it's in doubt. Biden has about a 40% approval rating. The so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which of course they don't call that anymore, it's now a health care climate change bill. Why didn't they just say that? Why didn't they say we're going to take three quarters of a trillion dollars and spend it on stuff you don't want? And of course, the hiring of 87,000 IRS agents. Do you remember? I do. Do you remember when Obama was in there? And they were going after Republicans and Republican not-for-profits. I mean, with vengeance. They were destroying people's lives. Get ready. That's what's going to be happening. And it's only registered voters. Imagine if this was likely voters. Let me uh, emphasize a point that I 
slipped in very quickly on that piece. Democrat candidates are not going to be seen with Joe Biden. They're going to be telling you, oh, my gosh, we're busier than usual. This is unbelievable. Oh, you're coming in tomorrow. No, no, I can't. I can't be here. I have other plans. Wait until you see September and October what's going to be going on with these Democrats. They're not going to be seen with them. Now, keep in mind, the media will tell you, oh, Joe Biden's great week. Democrats are riding high. They may win. Oh, really? Then why won't any of these people be seen with these winners? And oh, by the way, have you even seen one build back better hat? Or one Inflation Reduction Act hat? But you do see Make America Great hats and visors and polo shirts and t-shirts and flags and you name it just just thought i would point that out it's so popular that nobody touches it and understand anything that you could make a buck somebody would slap it on stickers and magnets and pens and uh cloth beach bags and hats just just pointing out facts here. I know they're stubborn, persistent, and and unwelcome in some quarters, but if Biden is so popular, why doesn't anyone want to be, be seen with him? Why doesn't anybody wear merch? I know you start to say, wow, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Somebody send me a picture of you, and if you don't want to send a picture of yourself, send me a picture of your Biden merch. I'll do an article about it. Your hats and your shirts, your Build Back Better shirts and Inflation Reduction Act shirts and hats. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. When we come back, we are on the brink of something that I – I'm going to tell you what I think is going to happen, and I'll back it up from several different vantage points. And it involves student loan payments, student loan debt. When we come back, this portion of Hurley in the Morning brought to us in part by Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling Professionals. Yes, the back-to-school commercials are on. It's hard to believe, but it's almost time. But there are still hot days ahead. Ambient Comfort is offering a back-to-school discount of $50 off any repair to your air conditioning or heating system before Labor Day. We've talked about the signs that your system may need to be repaired. If you're not comfortable or you suspect a problem, don't wait. Call Ambient Comfort before a minor problem becomes a major one. You can trust Ambient Comfort to keep your family cool for the rest of the summer. They can repair any system, regardless of who originally installed it, to help you save energy and increase the life of your system. So we're giving you sort of a homework assignment. 
if your system is getting bad grades, and you know, if it's not keeping up, if it's uncomfortable in your home, if it's high humidity, if your system is not getting the job done, call Ambient Comfort today, before Labor Day in particular, and save $50 off any repair. Visit ambientcomfortnj.com. That's ambientcomfortnj.com. Or call them at 856-213-6586, 856-213-6586. Tell them Harry Hurley sent you. 15 minutes past the hour. Uh, we're going to step aside in just a couple of minutes uh, for our daily Fox News commentary. And uh, then a Hurley in the morning brief timeout. Open forum is coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, 8 o'clock hour. We'll tell you about that when we get there. Mayor Charles Kane, the Auto Plaza at English Creek in the 9 o'clock hour. A huge win for the Yankees yesterday. They needed it, needed it bad. Two-game series uh, in the Bronx. They played last a few weeks back uh, at, I forget what it's is it called, Sitco Field or something like that. It used to be Shea Stadium. And Mets are kind of on a roll. Yankees are on a skid. But I think about to, to emerge from it. Every every great team, every team in baseball, I've been saying this. I've been getting a few emails about it. Not a lot, uh, but probably 10 or 15 people. And, oh, my God, what's going on? Not anybody really rubbing it in. Because obviously they still have an eight-game lead and one of the best records in all of baseball and, and obviously one of the best teams. Uh, and I still think it's going to be the Yankees and Dodgers, something like that, in the uh, in the World Series. But I watched – I can't tell you the last time I watched the Phillies. Yankees game was over. I did a couple of quick things. And then I looked at my phone – and it was like the eighth inning. And the Phillies and Mets were in a pretty good one, it seemed. So I watch Segura hit a home run. The Yankees, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm thinking Yankees because David Robertson, first time I've seen him pitch since he was a Yankee. I watched the Phillies take the lead. So it's, it's like Taylor made in the bottom of the eighth. And Robertson hasn't given up a run since he's been a Philly. So I'm thinking, well, this is good. This is good for the records. Mets will get a loss here, I hope. Yankees get a win. Good day. And Robertson just yaks it up. And they they had a nice rally in the bottom of the ninth that was close. But they wound up losing 10-9. That's a, uh, it's a bad loss for the Phillies, who were on a bit of a skid. Because they they had the number one wild card position. Matter of fact, let me check that real quick. I don't even know if they're still in a wild card spot, let alone first in the wild card. Let's see real quick. Standings. Then I have to go to wild card. Yes, the Phillies have the third. If it was days gone by, they'd be out. They have the third spot. They're only a half game out of the second spot. None of them are going to catch the Atlanta Braves who are eight out, uh, eight ahead. Rather, eight ahead. 
and the Phillies have a one and a half game lead on Milwaukee, but they're four and six in their last ten games. They're fortunate San Diego's only five and five and Milwaukee is four and six. If Milwaukee was rolling, uh Phillies be out of it right now. Not they'd be in contention, but they'd be out of the top three. All right, 18 minutes past the hour. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Fox News commentary. Joe Biden is vacationing again at his Delaware Beach house, but wait till you hear what he's building around it with your tax dollars. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Biden loves to work from home at his multi-million dollar beach house in Delaware. And now he's decided to do a little DIY upgrading. And by DIY, I mean funded by We the People. Yeah, Joe is building a $500,000 security fence around his Delaware beach house. And we are getting stuck with the bill. First of all, I'm not sure what kind of fence he's building. But 500 k is more than the average price of a whole home for the rest of us little people. But furthermore, I find it ironic and hypocritical that the president who holds a construction of the southern border wall would feel the need to build one around his home. Sure, the security of the president is important, but so is the security of our border and, I don't know, our entire nation. Joe, I'm glad you finally see the importance of physical barriers. So how about you build the wall and protect our nation for a change? Unbelievable. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at Fox News Commentary. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. So as they usually do, they're disorganized. Uh, I'll tell you, I I can't believe with all the money in the world, they can't get their act together. So I'm going to tell you right now, there's no way. And, and you know what I always say? If I'm wrong, I'm saying whatever I'm wrong. But I see no way that... President Biden can restart these student loan payments. You you can't tell people they're saying by the end of the, the month, they're going to let people know. What are you going to tell them on the, the last day of the month that their payments due tomorrow? So from what I gather, there is no student loan lenders that have been instructed to resume payments. So I I think it's pretty comfortable to say that the payments will not restart unless they come up with some forgiveness thing where they say $10,000 or $50,000 up to $50,000 of a student loan is forgiven and your payments start up right away. You got to get back into doing that. That's the one way that perhaps the payments could begin, but I don't think so. I don't know. I, I, I'm of the belief, and I've said this for many, many months now. There's no way end of August, with the election a few months away, that they're going to make people pay what in some cases are substantial four figures a month, like a second mortgage payment if you're lucky enough to have a first, meaning you own your home. So I say there's no way they can restart it. And your pocket Kreskin is even willing to say 
that this pause will be announced through the end of the year, perhaps even with a declaration that this is it. Hey, I know five times in a row we've said it's it, but this is really it. So you better be gearing up towards either going to the uh, calculations that they can do to look at income-driven formulas for how much your monthly payment will be. In many people's cases, that makes the payment even higher. So you just have to stick with what you've got. So I think that's probably how it's going to go. It is set to expire August 31st. I just don't see them doing this at the last second. I, I, I believe if you were going to do this, you you should spend at least a full month every day mentioning that these have to start again and here's why. Explain how expensive this is. I mean, this is a big price tag when these pauses are in effect. You're talking about at last, I think I looked like 1.7 trillion or something like that in student loan debt. So I'm not promising you because I don't have the power to do that. But I believe your expectation should be that payments will not resume on September 1st. Again, not confirmation, just a projection, because I don't believe that they can restart them on no notice. You've got to give people an opportunity, or at least you should be professional, and give people an opportunity to know that, hey, these that this is going to start up again. So what I would do, I'd make the announcement. I would make it this week, Friday. You don't wait until the 31st. Make it this Friday, and you say that you know President Biden is extending the student loan payment pause. This is the final pause, and and because you keep saying it's the final pause, you got to say, I know we've said this before, five times before, but this really is the final pause. So you have September, October, November, and December. Put some money aside. Get ready to start those payments up again. And then they have to educate people along the way. If they do this pause and say nothing, and then they wait until the very end of the year, then it's the same thing all over again. When we come back, it's it's a lighthearted story. Then I'll get back into some, some tough stuff. But I don't know if you caught this, but I will tell you this much. It involves Rory McIlroy, who's not my favorite golfer by a mile, uh, but I'm not a hater either. I think he's a bit of a baby. I'm not a fan, but I'm not a hater. I mean, he is very, very, he's great. I was going to say he's very, very good. He's great. But he did something that I do think was appropriate. And I don't know if you heard about it. Hasn't gotten a lot of publicity, but it's... uh, Something you don't see every day. It involves Rory McElroy, a motorized golf ball, and a pond. Now, there's a pool and a pond, as uh, Chevy Chase said to uh, Bill Murray. The uh, pond is good for you. Bill Murray said, but, but I'd like to swim that pool, too. 
Put one upon. 30 minutes past the hour. We'll be back. It's the Hurley in the Morning program. Let's make it a great week. It's, uh, it's, Atla- it's Meet AC Atlantic City Air Show Week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Boy, I'll tell you what. I have a very, very busy week. We've got the air show, and we're coming right back strong, uh, back into the studio for Thursday. Then on Friday, a very busy day, including that we will be guest hosting the Guy Benson Show for Fox News Radio nationally all across America from 3 to 6 p.m. And then we're also doing uh, the program on Monday. Uh, And I'm taking three days. The program is not taking off, but I am Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. But I agreed uh, to do the Fox um, national show on Monday. So I won't be completely off and I'll probably wind up. I I don't want to. Well, yeah, I probably do want to. What am I saying? Uh, I'll probably wind up writing a couple of things between Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week as well. And we have a lot of content that we're going to do in advance that's going to run those days regardless. So there'll be a lot of content digitally as well. Not to mention we did a lot this weekend that I'll start to fill you in on right now. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. Harry Hurley at 31 minutes past the hour with three stories that you can follow on our WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Extensive traffic advisories this week. If you're in the Egg Harbor Township area in particular, but also in Hamilton, you're going to feel like there's detours and traffic advisories all over the place because there's a lot of work that's getting done. Check it out. We have the complete rundown, one stop. It'll be very handy. Our readers submitted over the weekend cell phone photos. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. No complaining about a damp and dreary day. We really need the rain, although this is only a one-day thing and definitely not a drought buster. On and off rain with an occasional thunderstorm today, mostly cloudy and humid, high of 82. One more push of showers this evening, then some clearing, low 71. Clouds and sun tomorrow and maybe an afternoon shower. Tomorrow's high temperature rises to 86. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Hey, Ma, roof's leaking. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Your radio home for the Atlantic City Air Show. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'll give you the weather in just a little bit. I want to share this Roy McElroy thing first because I have it dominating my um, digital device at the moment. And then I'll go into the weather forecast, which we're going to be very fortunate. I mean, it, there's been no rain to speak of. And I remember a good 10 days out, seven days out. Uh, join with me. I'm telling you on this strategy. Don't sweat the weather until you get a few days out because for at least a week or 10 days, it looked like there was a reasonable chance of rain on both the practice day tomorrow and on the air show day itself. Uh, And that's not going to be the case, fortunately. I did hear uh, Chief Meteorologist Zaro say that there could be an afternoon shower tomorrow, small chance. Uh, I'll tell you what we what we see. And remember, he's doing a statewide weather forecast. I'll share with you what we can expect here in the metro market. 
But did you catch this? It was the third round of the BMW championship this past Saturday. And yes, it was bizarre. And a fan was completely out of control. And actually, that fan should be banned for life. I mean, you've got serious professional players trying to play and win and and to, you know, to concentrate. So a fan had this remote-controlled golf ball and worked it up onto the green. So you've got McElroy's partner, I think... It was Scott Stallings, but don't quote me because I, you know I'm not I'm a fan of golf, but I, I don't I'm surprised I can remember even that much. They're on the 15th hole. They're in Joe Biden's beloved Delaware, at the Delaware Wilmington Country Club, and this goofball fan interrupts play with his remote-controlled golf ball, working it onto the green. The ball was moving around and then was nearing the pin and appeared headed for the hole until McElroy hit it away with his club. It then darted back toward the hole again and McElroy whacked it away again. I don't fault Roy McElroy. Uh, he gave he gave it two chances for this idiot to just get the ball off the uh, off the green, but the the person wouldn't stop. So the thing comes at it again, and Roy McIlroy picks up the ball and throws it into a nearby pond, and the crowd went bananas. And that's about right. That's what you should do. If somebody does it once, you know, you kind of show the person, look, you know, we're trying to play here and you hit it away. The person should quit at that point. But the person had no quit in them. So they did it. They did it again. They did it again. And then their ball winds up in the drink. Hate it when that happens. Hold on one second here. Promised you I would give you this. Airshow weather forecast. I'm going to give you. I know what what Town Square Media said. Basically, no rain. He didn't cover Wednesday yet, but I'm going to. And I'm happy we're getting some rain today and tonight. There's a eighty. Let, no, let me go back. Uh, da, 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 eighty-two degrees, fifty-four percent chance of rain. Now it was slightly raining when I came in this morning. I didn't get wet, but it was it was a drizzle, barely, barely a drizzle. We're expecting occasional showers with a thunderstorm possible. 82 will be the high, 50 percent, 54 to be exact percent chance of rain tonight. It is 68 degrees for the overnight low, 40 percent chance of rain Tomorrow, 15% chance of rain. That's it. It's not going to rain in this area. And then Wednesday, even more unlikely, about a 5% chance of rain. Now, let me go to my infamous dark sky app. 
which I understand. You can, I don't think you can get this, or now you have to pay for it, I, I've been told. Hopefully, I won't ever lose this on my phone. Like, it won't delete, or when I switch to a new phone someday, that it will transfer over, because evidently, this is not free any longer. All right, so it is calling for light rain between 7 a.m. this morning and 1 p.m. Actually, uh, and it's so accurate. It says rain is starting in 55 minutes. It's 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 never wrong. That's all I'm telling you. When we're in Disney World, that's all I use is Dark Sky. I don't use weather.com or any of these others. It tells you when the rain is going to start. And every single time it does. And then it tells you when it's going to stop. So if you're on vacation, you can make plans to go inside, maybe dine or go do an indoor activity. And then, you know, at about this time, it's going to start this time. It's going to stop. It says right now that the rain will be starting in 54 minutes. And I'll pay attention to that when we get to that point. And it's 73 degrees right now feels like 74. And there is a flood advisory in effect. I don't know how much rain we're supposed to get. Um, Just 0.30 inches. But I guess if it comes down in a hurry, 90. Now, Dark Sky says 96% chance of rain. And this is metro market area, us. Weather.com said 54%. I'm going to go with Dark Sky. Then tomorrow, 40% chance of rain. And then uh, because that's later at night, but not during the day. If you look at um, Tuesday, no rain during the air show practice run. And I'll go to Wednesday. It's boy, Wednesday is going to be sunny, no rain. And there's no clouds. Wow. Till till five o'clock, it will be partly cloudy. Boy, I'll tell you what, Wednesday is going to be beautiful. It'll be in the 80s by about noon. On the mainland, 85-ish, 86 for the high. uh, And that'll hold till about 4 o'clock. 84 starting at noon. 85 by 2. 85 by 4. Oh, yeah, there, there you go. Friend just wrote me and said they tried to open up Dark Sky and it talked about a payment. So I've had this, I guess... I've lost track a decade or more. Dark Sky used to be free. Dark Sky has analytics that are really, really good because they also involve people exactly in the areas where they're reporting. Boy, I'll tell you, when I look at this map, holy cow, there is just rain and thunderstorm looking symbols all over the place. Up and down the coast, all the way up past Tom's River. And then when I look, I can see a peak of Philadelphia, but it cuts off. I see Lancaster, and I see some storm activity there. And then just above Easton, Pennsylvania, home of uh, Larry Holmes, the Easton assassin. So there you have it. Uh, the, The air show, we are going to luck out big time. All right, open forum doesn't start until 7.05. But if you're Tom McAdam, it starts in a few minutes after the break. Don't go away. I'm Hurley in the morning. 
early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is 52 minutes past the hour. Uh, Bonus open forum begins right now. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Harry. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, I I understand that uh, Joe Biden's going to create some kind of a program where they're going to give you 30% off solar panels. Now, given the staunch American that Joe Biden and his family are, I'm assuming there's going to be a Buy American clause <laughs> in that? No. I'm because I, I know No, 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 because here's the deal. I'm, I'm convinced he is so compromised with China. Now, the panels are made in China. I, I know you are McAdam Electric, so I know you already know that. Uh, this technology uh, is not going to come uh, from a buy American uh, modality. It, it will be buy China first, not America first anymore, and <laughs> not make America great again. Biden wants to make China great. He wants to make North Korea great. He wants to make Iran great. Uh, it's a mess. But I believe there's also state incentives right now, too, on solar. Probably tied in with the, the federal government yeah. subsidies. Yeah. Yeah. Tom, I don't know about you, and I know you know electric, you know, inside and out. Uh, I'm a big fan of solar energy, uh, it, but I, I keep it in perspective, though. I know that it's an alternative. It's not the panacea. There's not enough wind for wind power to, to you know, power the grid. There's not enough sun for sun to power the grid, although I will tell you, with no rain during the month of August, we have generated a lot of electricity. I just happened to check my um, my meter the other day. Uh, tremendous amount uh, this month. Uh, I'm going to come close to earning two SREX. Uh, so I'm a fan, but it's it's a supplement. It's not it's it's not anything. And and we also have to remember. Look what we're doing to make the alternative energy. You still need coal. You still need petroleum products. So I'm okay. I mean, Van Drew's got a windmill on his property. I think he has solar as well. Uh, but he knows it's only a supplement. It's not It's not enough to power this country. Unless you want to be like California, where they have the rolling blackouts and all the brownouts and all these things. Uh, these These clowns that that think that they're, they're clean energy. I, I find their clean energy to be very filthy, Tom, how they make it. Well, I, I agree with you on the solar energy. I, I'm a, a, a strong supporter of it as well, but I'm stronger supporting the Buy American Clause attached to that that would make me and hopefully a lot more Americans feel a lot more comfortable with the program well, Tom, here's what I have to do. I have to do a little bit more homework, but I'm not aware of any American companies that are making the panels. These panels are made in China. And why not subsidize some of these companies to start up just like they do with the chips? I like that. I, I think that's really good. I'm seeing new things like roofing shingles that are solar panels. Uh, they, As you know, they have these roof systems now 
that are either made out of different plastics or or the metal roofs, the big long sections of of roof. They're making ones that are solar there. They're also doing these things, making um, pergolas and and different. Um, I want to say gazebo, but different structures where you could put a patio area underneath. Tom, you've probably seen over at Holy Spirit. I think it's I think it's great, and they did it many many years ago. They have an entire um, parking area that is your car is out of the sun, but on top of that are the panels. Terrific idea. The um, uh, Atlanta Christian School on Zion Road in Egg Harbor Township. Oh my gosh, they have solar panels all over one side of a very large structure. Uh, so I love it. I mean, it's it, it's it's fantastic. But it's a shame that they're completely unrealistic about what they're talking about. I mean, you have this guy Fetterman. They got him on audio saying, and that, for those who don't know, he's that gigantic guy in the in the sloppy sweat outfits that he wears, sweatshirts and stuff, uh, saying he's wants to end fossil fuels and transition. And that's, as you know, Tom, that's the Biden plan to transition from fossil fuels. We're nowhere near ready to do that. Nope. And and with all this talk about electric vehicles and charging stations and all, yeah, there's no consideration whatsoever for whether the grid can handle it or not. Exactly, and there's not enough of them. And then the cost of these electric vehicles are psychedelic, sixty some thousand and beyond. So there's a lot of people that can't even buy them. They just they they don't have this figured out. They have their dream, their wet dreams are ahead of their uh, of the reality. Of the technology of today exactly it's just a shame they don't say look we could be energy independent and on top of that let's really get into this as well uh but they want to shut one down when the other one's not ready to go and that's just stupid it's purely political yeah exactly totally because keep in mind as you know their jet planes are idling and their big suvs are guzzling gas and idling at at all times they're a bunch of fakes and frauds yep all right harry well thanks buddy i'll Uh, be listening you got it and you you inspired me tom i'm going to see if i maybe somebody does it but it, it seems to me that all my reading tells me these panels come from china but yes, if we did a if we did a Make America uh, program on this, that'd be tr- that'd be tremendous. Just like I want these chips to be made in America. Good stuff, Tom. All right, when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, it will be open forum. We'll get to your calls. There are some open phone lines, so I hope you'll jump in right now. What I did not get to, but I'll squeeze it in as the music plays us off the first quarter stage. There is a report. It's from Federation for American Immigration Reform. FAIR is the acronym. 4.9 million illegals, including 900,000 plus gotaways who eluded apprehension from border officials, have unlawfully crossed the United States-Mexico border since Joe Biden became president on January 20th at 12 noon of 2021. 5 million illegals. Now, if you go to the definition of invasion. I know the Democrats go crazy when that word is used. This is, by fair definition, an invasion. I'll tell you more about it 
when we have time. Also, even Mitt Romney doesn't support Liz Cheney. How about that? WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. What you going to do about Live it? from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Six minutes past the hour. All right, let me give you this brief update because it perfectly follows up on Tom McAdams' call. We did some homework during the break. We worked feverishly during the break over six minutes. Since 2004, U.S. production of photovoltaic, and we talk about that all the time when we're doing all-season solar, and then for about eight, ten years, whatever it was, uh, we did it with uh, the, the, the Stanch twins with uh, sun power. So we know a lot about photovoltaic. The photovoltaic cells that form the solar panels – You ready? America used to make 13% of the global supply. America now makes less than 1%. China's share soared from less than 1% right before 2004 to more than 70%. They're doing almost all of them. There is an Ohio factory that is going to be getting involved and they're trying to make a big push. So we'll see if that happens. The number one manufacturer of solar panels is Jinko Solar Holding Company. This is a Chinese holding company that produces uh, solar cells, modules and other materials related to solar energy in other words, they make the solar panels. It says that they are among the top producers of solar panels globally by gigawatts delivered. That sounds like Back to the Future. Uh, Emmett Brown, Dr. Brown. Marty, 10 gigawatts. The vast majority of solar panels are now made in China with very few exceptions. There's one in Australia, and a tiny little bit um, in Australia. In 1985, SunPower, who we are very familiar with, spent years basically repping for them on this show. They are headquartered in San Jose, California, but their manufacturing plants are in Mexico, Malaysia, Philippines, and China. And they're celebrating their 37th birthday this year, which they've been at it for quite a while. So there's your look at the solar panels. Uh, It's not happening here. Like everything else, it seems uh, it's made in China. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Yeah, good morning. Uh, Taiwan's only 100 miles off the coast of China with their 100-year plan that started in 1949. For the life of me, I don't see how we didn't figure out that we should move those foundries that produce all those, all those chips that run our military down to our cars to somewhere else. Now, Shinzo Abe, before he was assassinated, had urged America to join the alliance with Australia and Japan, but we didn't. 
So there's there's two places we could have moved those foundries to, but we we didn't because yeah, it's kind of like that weapons lab or whatever it is in in Russia that we didn't move either. We don't seem to uh, be too motivated in that area for some reason. Uh, you would think these would be see the politics is all that matters to these creatures. They're not looking at actually solving anything. Now, now the positive news of what I've heard from some farmers is that spring wheat's up 20%, winter wheat's up 52%, durum wheat's up 107%, and uh, barley's up 39%, and oats are up 32%. That's- when you're saying up, are you saying the price or the volume that we have? The productive, we're going to get more of it. Good, good, very That's good. That's what I've heard. I don't, yeah. Yeah, it's real good news. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know how true it is, but I'm hoping it's true, right? Yeah. Now, they're also saying you can't get too paranoid about food processing plants just catching on fire because it happens all the time. Wherever you have grain and oil, wheat and oil, and that you're going to have fires. But I'm still suspicious about all that. I'm suspicious about a lot of things because Mark Rutte, the Prime Minister of the Netherlands, is shouting down his. Uh, people in this parliament that are saying, you know, we can't let this unelected guy, he's a, he's a, he's a president of the economic World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, we can't let this guy dictate to us what, you know, he's not an elected official in the Netherlands, what's he doing? And they're trying to put a Holland farmers, dairy farmers out of business because of their, the cows are furting out too much methane out into the atmosphere, a bunch of insanity. But, uh, you know, that, this is what's going on. These farmers are like, they, 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 they live close to the ground, they, they live as holistically as possible, they should be lauded for it. But instead, Klaus Schwab is lauding uh, uh, Colin for taking the lead in the uh, New World Order. So, yeah, it's, uh, there's, a, there's good things going on and there's bad things going on. And God knows the day and hour. But uh, the thing is, is that it's never, it never hurts to become aware of what's going on around you. Think. Agreed. And uh, mostly bad things going on, unfortunately. And that comes from a eternal optimist. When we come back from the break... You will join the program next, and you will be right after that. I hope you'll both hang in there. It's 12 minutes past the hour. This is Harry Hurley for Batteries Plus Bulbs with stores in Northfield, New Jersey at 900 Tilton Road, directly next door here to Broadcast Center, literally next door, walking distance. And uh, they're on Route 73 in Mount Laurel. Roy, Scott, and their team are extraordinarily service-minded, and they have creative solutions to fix your cell phones and tablets and Batteries for your various power tools, cars, boats, motorcycles, golf carts, all devices. They have the from the tiniest batteries to the biggest batteries. They have what you need to get ready for storm season as well, including generators and so much more. Shop local. Shop batteries plus bulbs and tell Roy and Scott that Harry Hurley in the morning sent you and a reminder. And I'm going to be taking them up on this. I just have to find the time. Uh, I want to get my cell phone in. My phone is working great. I just think that the battery, after two years, you just need you need a new battery. It used to be that you would get a new phone. I'm going to just try to get a new battery, and I'm going to keep at this phone. The phone is it doesn't have a scratch on it. I take very good care of it. I use it like crazy. And uh, with the new battery, it, it should soup it up a little bit even, and then I'll have even you know, longer life. And I had the battery chargers and these portable things that you can do, but um, I'm going to take them up on what I tell you about all the time. And you don't need an appointment. You can just stop in for quick service. Tell them that I sent you early in the morning. Sean Hannity is up and then we'll be back. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. 
62% of Americans worried about paying for housing. Half of America's companies say they're not hiring anymore. A new survey that came out, 52% of American businesses have implemented hiring freezes. This is predictable. The Biden inflation nightmare now has middle-class families turning to food banks. Tightening of the family budget is now apparent at these nation's food banks. Industry leaders telling Fox News Digital that the middle-class families are waiting in the longest lines that some locations have ever seen. We've never seen so many people online, said Karen Aaron, president and CEO of the Feeding Westchester. Westchester County in New York is not a poor county. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. Listen, the last time the economy looked like this, the stock market tanked 50%. The U.S. dollar lost 46% of its value, and the price of oil quadrupled. Yet, while the U.S. economy collapsed and inflation ran through the roof, the price of gold shot up 1,300%, and silver rocketed over 2,400%. So if history repeats itself, we could see it happen again. Can you afford to miss what could be the biggest gold and silver boom of our generation? That's why I want you to call GoldCo at 855-815-GOLD. Because when you do, you'll not only get the chance to protect your retirement savings with gold and silver, but as a Sean Hannity listener, you could get $10,000 or more in free silver just for doing it. This is a rare opportunity. And that's why I want you to call, again, Gold Co. at 855-815-GOLD. That's Gold Co. 855-815-GOLD. Don't miss out. Check them out today. Your radio home for the Atlantic City Air Show. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Well, I just learned something I didn't know from Dan Dan the Spackle Man. And I'm wondering, oh good, that must mean I have one too now that I know the uh, the age of his vehicle. Uh, the Mercedes has an auxiliary battery. It's a rechargeable 12-volt 1.2 AH battery, the alternator charges the auxiliary battery when the engine is running. Very cool. Didn't know. And uh, Dan, Dan the Spackle Man, uh, wrote in that uh, he couldn't find it anywhere. And he, so he went to batteries plus bulbs, and they had what he needed because I'm telling you, it's remarkable how much Roy has in stock. It's It's amazing. He mentioned my name and got 10% off the deal, which was great. And he said it's under the passenger seat. Now, I have seen that. Um, there was a reason. I had some uh, upholstery work done about two or three years ago, and I saw underneath that seat, oh, my gosh, you should see how much is going on under there. It is just incredible. So there you go. Spackle man. He's got it going. Who knew? Nice having an auxiliary battery. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Well, a car with a computer has to have a battery to keep that computer going when the car's not running, to make the clock run, to keep all the times and the settings where they are. So that's what that's all about. So does that mean basically every car has a an auxiliary battery now? 
Well, there's got to be some sort of power source that is there when the car's not running. Otherwise- well, I figured it was just the battery, and, and then it just doesn't draw a lot. And every time you're running the car, uh, it's recharging it. So I just thought it was all within one electrical system. I just didn't know. I think it's fantastic uh, that there's a, um, a battery backup. Yeah, that's possible. And but and, and then the electric cars, they have to have fans and different things that run even when the car's not running to keep the computers cool. So it's believe me, it's so complicated. So I got three quick things, Harry. So we were told that walls are racist. So, so then, in other words, Joe Biden's a racist is what you're already saying, right? Thank you. Thank yeah. you. He yeah, proved you're it. You're welcome. And boy, and uh, by the way. Wouldn't this make him like a super predator racist? Because his is a five hundred thousand dollar wall. Yes, of the of the highest order. And you know, we didn't believe them when they said walls were racists. But we, when when he's gone, whether it's in two years or two minutes, when he's gone, can we have that five hundred thousand dollar wall back? Can we take that back, Andy? I don't think so. Because we're, I want everybody to know we're paying for it. We're paying for this, I'll tell you, you tell me that Joe Biden and that whole Biden syndicate, the brother, the son, the whole gang, that they haven't been getting over on the American taxpayer for the last 50 years. It's true, Harry. And when you were talking about the solar panels, and the, the rise in the in the percentage astronomically, the amount that China's producing, that all took place during Obama Biden. Okay? Most of that. So think about this. Hunter worked out the deal with the American company to turn over all of their uh, cobalt to China. Joe Biden abandoned Afghanistan so that there was no war going on there. So that now the Chinese are free to go in and take all of the rare earth minerals. You know, Ch- uh, Afghanistan has been called the Saudi Arabia of lithium, wow. which is used to power everything. Yeah. Okay. So, so if you put this all together, Hunter hooks up the Chinese with the cobalt. Joe hooks up the Chinese in Afghanistan with all of the other rare earth minerals that they need to build the batteries for the cars and the electric cars and the TVs and the cell phones and the laptops and the solar panels. And then, and then we, are, we have no choice but to buy those things from China because they're the only ones who make them. So this is a redistribution of wealth that Barack Obama promised. You know, when he talked about the 1%, he meant that the 1% was the United States and that we had to turn over our wealth to other countries. It isn't Andy giving his money to Harry. No, it's the 1%, the United States turning over its wealth to other countries. And as you know, the Obama doctrine was to fundamentally transform the United States of America, which really would get my blood boiling Every time I heard that, because we're the greatest country in the history of the world, why would we want to fundamentally transform the United States of America? The only thing you would fundamentally transform is something that was fundamentally flawed, that that wasn't worth fixing. And that's the way they look at it. Now, Donald Trump, I I was trying to think of a good analogy why, if, if you look at the Democrats 
and, and this goal of Liz Cheney to prevent Donald Trump from running. Because, again, over the weekend, I heard other talk show hosts talking about Trump can't win, Trump can't win, Trump can't win. If that's true, let's look at the January 6th hearings. They will not put up any witnesses to counter the witnesses that they have. Correct. Which is analogous, which is analogous to letting Donald Trump run, and I'll explain why. Well, before you do that, not only do they not put up counter witnesses, they don't cross-examine the witnesses that they do allow to testify. It is just a one-way, you know, uh, just freak show. That's ex- that is exactly right. So think about this. The be- behavior of the Democrats is all you need to know, is all you need to see to prove that if Donald Trump runs, he will win. Because you, you don't put up a witness from the other side, Donald Trump, that could ruin your case and lose it for you. Similarly, you don't allow a person of another party to run which is like tantamount to testifying for the other side, the way I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. You don't put up, a, you don't allow a candidate to run who can lose you your case. And Andy, I got I to gotta get this in. I got to get this in because I've been meaning to say this all morning and you've inspired me to say it because you reminded me that I needed to say it. You may or may not agree with what I'm about to say. Some are going to agree with it. Some are going to strenuously dis- disagree with it. But I've looked at this whole thing inside and out and, uh, you know, to quote Chuck Schumer, seven ways to Sunday. I want Liz Cheney to run. Liz Cheney pulls from Joe Biden or whoever the Democrat is, because if she's not running and there was somebody that was not in a position where they would vote for Trump, they would vote for Biden. Now they'll vote for Liz Cheney. She's not going to get a lot of votes uh, and she's a joke. But Liz Cheney pulls more from Biden than she does from Trump. I, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Um, you know, Harry, um, if, if, if what we are told is true, that Joe Biden easily defeated Donald Trump, why wouldn't, why wouldn't they want Joe to run? And why wouldn't they want Donald Trump to run? Because if he beat him once, why wouldn't he be able to beat him again if what they're saying is true, that Biden's doing such a great job? Right, because we know everything they say is a lie. Everything they say is just the opposite. They're, they are afraid of Trump running. That's why they're trying to knock him out. That's why they did this unprecedented raid. That's why I'm hoping that President Trump is going to prevail on the Fourth Amendment uh, violation uh, of his rights and some other things, attorney-client privilege and some other things. Boy, I'll tell you what, if he pulls off where what they did is thrown out, the FBI is forever destroyed. Well, I, I think it is already, Harry. I think the FBI is destroyed. I think the CDC, the WHO, our medical profession, not, not the total medical profession, but all of these people... Who, 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 who propagated this lie with COVID, and now they're admitting all the stuff that, that was lies, that the vaccine, that they knew all along, that it wouldn't stop you from getting it, and blah, 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 blah. All these things that are coming out now. Rochelle Walensky, the CDC, it, they have been systematically destroying all of the institutions. They destroyed the military. They destroyed the IRS, which, which that wasn't a very high bar to begin with. But, 
And, and they've actually destroyed the presidency, too. When you put a man in office and a woman, these two that are in office right now, when you put people like that in office that are, that are obviously so un, un, uh, unbalanced and uh, just not fit for the job, it makes us look ridiculous to the world. And this is what exactly what Obama wanted. He wanted to bring the United States down a few pegs in the eyes of the world. That's why, you know, leading from behind, we're just like every other country. Are we an exception, exceptional nation? Well, just the way Britain believes they're an exception. He, his goal was to make us just like everybody else. And in his case, it's because he was raised to hate America. Barack Obama Sr. hated America, hated the United Kingdom, hated Israel. What did Obama do? He treated America poorly. He treated the United Kingdom terribly, uh, treated Israel terribly, treated people like the Dalai Lama, had him come over and walk over trash bags to sneak into the White House. He was a disgrace, an anti-American disgrace. No question about it. He was, I mean, it was Manchurian. This guy set out to mess up the United States of America. And, and really, you have to admit, he did a spectacular job. This is why, Harry, I don't understand when they use this term, Obama had a failed presidency, or Biden has a failed presidency. Are you kidding me? They, they, they're getting accomplished exactly what they want to get accomplished. Well, there's two ways to look at that. It's failed in terms of if you're pro-American. If you are pro uh, destroying America, standing as the world's you know superpower and all these other things about American exceptionalism and so on, they failed spectacularly. But yes, if, if you were on the, on the team of knock America down and put them in short pants and weaken the country and, and all these other areas that, that uh, Obama Biden have succeeded. Oh, my gosh. Spectacularly successful but not in a single way that is um, that is good for America. Andy, it's 31 minutes past the hour. I've got to go to the break. Uh, when we come back, Tom, you're up. Dan, you will follow. We'll be back. Plenty of two-way open talk on the Hurley in the Morning program continues. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. All right, now make sure you go to the app and uh, or the website, however you navigate to our stories, because there are extensive traffic advisories this week. One of them goes beyond this week in Egg Harbor Township and one in Hamilton. Check it out. We've got the story. It's your one stop. We asked our readers, submit your cell phone photos of favorite meals, and you came through big time. What a fun piece that was to put together. And over the weekend, we also put together New Jersey fresh farm markets that are roadside. So much fun. It's up. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. In total, we'll see something like three or four waves of rain push through New Jersey today, the most widespread of which was probably early this morning. So we'll see an occasional shower or thunderstorm or downpour. Lots of clouds, humid conditions, high of 82. One more push of showers this evening, then some clearing, low 71. Clouds and sun tomorrow, chance of an afternoon shower, high of 86. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Early in the morning. 
WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. Welcome back to Hurley in the Morning at 37 minutes past the hour. Your phone calls continue all this hour long at 609-407-1450. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. Tom Foley. Hi, Tom. How you doing? Good. Yeah, uh, I'm going to fundamentally change the United States of America. <laughs> well, he sure... And they clap, Tom. These these fools were clapping when he would do that. Cheers. Four days. Four days until we fundamentally transform. Till we destroy America. Yay! Uh, yay! You know, now this guy is carrying the, the torch on, you know. Give me a break. But the reason that I call him... And by the way, it, as you know, it's not Joe Biden. He's He doesn't know what day it is, what time it is, if his pants are soiled. He doesn't know. He didn't know how to put his jacket on the other day. This guy is is, is Mashugana. Uh, this is Susan Rice, Ron Klain, and the leftover Obama bots. Retreads. Yeah, the, the, the kings of the swamp. Yes. The creatures of the swamp. Yes. As they, you know, they had the all, all people running this country that weren't elected by anybody. <laughs> uh, it's crazy, isn't it? It, it is. I just hope and pray it goes the, uh, the other way. And, and, uh, I mean, Susan Rice could not be confirmed by the United States Senate for any position in this country, in this government. Well, you know, this, that's uh, I couldn't agree with you more, man. It's scary. It is really scary. But the reason that I... I, I wanted to call you today is that uh, I, I saw an article about the uh, offshore wind and, and there's certainly I have major concerns about this being a, a person that loves fishing and and loves boating. And, and these things are this is just a make work project. And, and now if you look at the electric cars, the Tesla just the other day, I don't know if you saw I reposted it, but there's a Tesla that caught on fire yeah. in Sacramento, California. Mm-hmm. 4,500 gallons, over 4,500 gallons of water to try to put it out. They couldn't put it out. So they finally dug a ditch. They put it in the ditch and, and drowned it in another 4,500 gallons of water. That's nine over 9,000 gallons of water. Plus, it's now all those uh, chemicals that are in those batteries are now seeping into the ground in Sacramento, California. You tell me that's – and that's one – car tom that's your clean energy that's your clean energy at work think about this in 10 years and already these cars have been around for a while so it, it really is already starting but in 10 years where are all these lithium batteries going to go <laughs> you're talking about nuclear power waste. yeah and, and you are right about you cannot that's why they will tell you on planes about what you can and cannot have because the, you can't put those fires out you can't. They're, they're just incredible. I mean, I, uh, we finally had to get this special fire extinguisher. It's called a Class D fire extinguisher. And it's simply for electrical fires. And even that was tough to do. And we used it for magnesium. Now, that's just magnesium. You know, imagine lithium's way more powerful than magnesium is. And, and you know, you look at those type of things. And, and Harry, I'll tell you, this is really scary, not only for the for the firefighters but for the environment i mean can you imagine there's there's some parking garages that are now saying no electric cars in this parking garage did you did you know that was going on no uh, you know it, yeah that's going on now 
And, and this is this is what I'm saying. These these things are dangerous. I mean, hey, my my son-in-law has a beautiful Tesla, you know, and I love it. I rode it in several times, but and it's it's really weird. You don't hear a sound from yeah. the thing, but then it goes fast. I yeah, mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like a golf cart. It pulls out very quiet. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, it's a nice thing to have, but guess what? Until they invent something that is not going to be this lethal to the environment, and when you you figure those windmills, each one of those windmills, you know, people don't think that they have oil in them. What do you think keeps the gears going? They have over 300 gallons of oil in it, them. But isn't it funny how they get away, these lunatics, with saying it's clean energy? <laughs> but it's so dirty how they even make it is filthy dirty. And then it's not clean energy at all. And the enemies of the United States of America are, and I just heard, you know, Andy say that. He's exactly right. The enemies of the United States of America are making this crap. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, Harry just wanted to call and say hello. And, uh, you know, good luck with all this, the United States of America, because you're going to need it. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. See ya. <laughs> you're going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> the way Tom said that, you're going to need it. Like he, he's outside of it. We're going we're gonna to need it too, Tom. 609-407-1450, an open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Harry, I'm looking for a last name. So if you're involved in a visa IPO and um, you're going to uh, have it going before Congress, and all of a sudden it gets passed, and your son is in a company named BORQS, 770,000 shares as compensation plus a consultant. What would your last name be? It would probably be Biden. Nope, it's Pelosi. Ah, I should have said that because I have learned about not just Paul Pelosi, but the son. This is incredible. And yet nothing happens to these people. B-O-R-Q-S. I should have got that. I should have got that. He went on the trip with her uh, to Taiwan. She hid the fact that he was on the trip. I, I Dan, I'm, I'm, I'm mad at myself. I defaulted to the easy answer that required no thinking. I knew the answer to that. I've been actually prepping, show prepping on the... I, I never heard of this son of Pelosi until about three weeks ago i guess he has the level of expertise that hunter has and uh as we discussed in the past and uh, uh hunter biden goes to afghanistan he'll go to kazakhstan he'll go to ukraine he'll go to russia he'll go to china wherever he goes it's a money deal and trouble follows and yet trump's and i say plural trump family members predominantly and it's not to say they're not an international brand but the trump organization primarily makes money in america yet they're under so much investigation scrutiny and and just torture but you have all these democrats that make their money outside of this country and as you know many times with enemies of ours and nothing happens to them and nothing happens and my last two harry would be uh Thank, uh, 2018, of course, Donald Trump was president, yet a former secretary of state sits down with the leaders of Iran and basically advises them to hold firm 
uh, we're going to win in 2020. Yeah, he said, in other words, uh, John Kerry is who you're referring to. He told Iran to just outlast Trump. Yes. Which is obviously uh, a criminal activity because he was working against the stated policy of the United States of America. But again, nothing happens to them. Yeah, in other words, this was real, right? Because there's pictures of him at the table with the Iranian leaders, but the uh, Russian hoax was not real. Yeah, he told so, them not to make the deal uh, to uh, outlast Trump. Who, who, how, how can that even be stomached? And this guy is special envoy or whatever they call him for climate change. This lunatic. Yep. And and Harry, the last one is your your excellent coverage of, uh, and and my my statement always. The New Green Deal yeah. is, a fan, is a fantasy. Your take on it is excellent. You have it for your house. Uh, how would you like to be owning a steel plant and relying on the uh, wind and the wind and the sun yeah, to uh, exactly. operate your steel plant? Exactly. Totally un- unworkable. We're not there yet. And, and we'll probably never be there. Who knows? If the technology is such that every roof in America becomes a solar energy uh, production outlet... I mean, maybe someday there'll be enough alternative energy, but the wind turns off. It's not always sunny. You're, you're always going to need the, the traditional petroleum products. I, I just don't, you know, unless we went totally nuclear uh, and used alternative energy on the side, because, you know, the Democrats are pretty much anti-nuclear, but there's not enough alternative energy and we're look, five million illegals are in this country right now, just since Biden has come into office. But that's on top of uh, three hundred and fifty million or whatever it is now. There's just not enough alternative energy to achieve what they're talking about. No. And finally, Solyndra on steroids, Solyndra yeah. being a test run. They, they build a beautiful factory. Yeah. And a giant beautiful garage you know the one thing they never built they never built one solar panel well yeah they they were a construct they it was a beautiful um democrat dream it's kind of like air america you know the thought of it is is intoxicating the democrats loved it they they disproportionately fed it uh it hemorrhaged cash it could not make it in the free market and air america died a horrible death uh, Solyndra dies a horrible death. Anything that ultimately cannot stand on its own has to collapse, Dan. Well, of course. I mean, like uh, like the lady said in uh, England, was it Margaret Thatcher? Socialism, socialism is great until you run out of other people's money. Yeah, there you go. And that's that's exactly where we're finding ourselves with these lunatics. Dan, thank you. Very inspiring call. Disappointed in myself for taking the easy road and guessing Biden. I should have said Pelosi. It was it was gettable. Uh, I'll do better next time. Thank you for the challenge. 609-407-1450. When we come back, you will join the program. Hang in there. It is the Hurley in the Morning program on South Jersey's number one WPG Talk Radio 95.5. All because of you. And we know it. The WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more. Powered by Ambient Comfort. 
For installation to repairs and maintenance, give Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling a call today at 856-213-6586. AmbientComfortNJ.com. We're investing. Your radio home for the Atlantic City Air Show. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is 54 minutes past the hour. Our live coverage begins at 6 a.m. We're having a five-hour pregame show. We will take, and there's no rain in the forecast, so we're very, very blessed yet again. And I believe from a temperature standpoint, probably looking at on the mainland about 85, 86, so it's always a bit cooler on the, uh, along the coast, probably looking at 80 to low 80s. I think the wind is going to be about five miles an hour, something like that, exactly as I like it. Uh, just a little whisper of, of a breeze, not a lot. And there's not going to be a – I don't believe there's going to be any cloud cover at all. So from a viewing standpoint, it's going to be something. I think we've ordered up just ideal, perfect weather for this Wednesday. And that's throughout the entire – there's no clouds. It's, it becomes partly clouded about an hour after the air show ends. So it will be completely sunny. That gets tough, though, if you're going to be out there for a long time because the cloud cover gives you a break. It'll feel warmer because of that. So you have to remember to stay hydrated. It's very important. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning, boss. How are you, sir? Good. Fantastic. Thank you. Hey, just a question for you. If you got a couple of extra shekels, okay? Yeah. And you buy yourself one of these fancy electric vehicles. Yeah. And you're driving on the highway and the batteries run down on you and you gotta pull off the road. Right? Right. What comes to get what comes to get you? Well, I guess you'd call a tow truck, right? Yeah. Did they make an electric tow tow truck yet? You probably would have to get one of the ones that has uh the, the ability to lift the car up and drop it on the bed, on a flatbed. But I I, That's, I make Here's what I'm not sure of, though. I'm not sure that I'll have to find out. In fact, we'll ask Mayor Kane coming up about an, an hour from now. I'm not sure if there's any um, problem hooking up an electric car and and doing it like you would uh, the, the typical car of today. I, I'm not sure about that, Matt. I never thought of that. Well, I'm just saying, I mean... To get to get the car off the road, you need a fossil fuel big tow truck with oh, it that can oh, carry. Oh, okay. I was thinking you meant even the technology of the car would make it tough to tow. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. N- n- not lost on uh, on us is the fact that some gas guzzling, probably diesel uh, truck is uh, coming to save the day. It is. It is funny. It, there's other examples that we've laughed about in the past. Where the um, the the Democrats' nirvana, you know, is having to be towed away by something that they despise. I get I get what you're saying now. I get it. It's funny. <laughs> you know, I mean, they're jamming this stuff down our throats so fast, and they're not thinking it through. I mean, Tom Foley's call. I completely agree with that because I had a lithium battery on my drill gun nuts on me one day and shoot flames out the side of it. Now I had to drop that in a bucket of water. For about an hour. Yeah, no, there, there's no doubt. They're, they're, they burn and they're tough to uh, to put out. I mean, Tom gave a very um, extreme example of what they had to finally do to put the fire out. And that would, look, if the more there are, the more uh, often it would be occurring. 
I will say this. Elon Musk is developing commercial um, equipment with electric capability. So there there would be the ability to have electric tow trucks. I, I, you know, they got to they got to think the whole thing, electric fire trucks, electric ambulances. You got to think this whole plane out. You just can't jam it down America's throat like this. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. By the way, in the minute that we have, because the music's going to start playing any second now, well, in about 15 seconds, uh, Yankees and Mets, two games in the Bronx this time. But it looks like probably better than a 50, 55, 58 percent chance that. It will be raining during the entire the entire day and all through the game and then all the way until about four o'clock in the morning. So I'm thinking uh, very unlikely that there will be a game tonight, which disappoints me. Yeah, I I, I wanted to see that, too. But, you know, I saw I saw the lucky Mets actually uh, win a game against the Phillies last night that they really usually would not have won. Robertson usually can button that down and shut that down uh your Mets got very lucky last night and then even held off a Phillies rally in the uh bottom of the ninth so they were headed for a loss into the Yankees two-game series and got a lucky win pretty interesting 609-407-1450 if you haven't had enough you can check in we'll have some more open form and maybe maybe a couple of surprises this hour Uh, They're tentative at the moment, but could be very good. It's the Hurley in the Morning program. It's halftime. Mayor Kane in one hour. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thank you very much. It's six minutes past the hour, and I am thrilled to report that standing by right now on the Hurley in the Morning Newsmaker Hotline is the president of sports and entertainment at Mohegan Gaming and Entertainment, the great Tom Cantone. Hello, Tom. Wow. What a morning wake-up call, man. I get a call from the moho of all my FFL, and I'm going to work, and I thought, hey, Let's do a show. And now I'll follow whatever you want want me to go, Mo. All right. So let's start with summer 2022. How would you rate it? How would you evaluate it? Oh, it was a great summer. We, we, we were at capacity most of the time. Uh, Mohegan really, really was, you know, the place to be. For the, to- the tourists that poured in here was unbelievable. You noticed it when you – like I live in Mystic. There wasn't a night all summer where it wasn't car to car to car back up. People everywhere. You couldn't get into any restaurant. I don't care if it was a Tuesday or a Wednesday or, or a Thursday, let alone the weekends, when they pour in from, from Boston and New York and all over the region. We counted license plates for fun, you know, when we're driving through. And there wasn't hardly any from Connecticut. They were all out of state and come in here and they're pouring in. And what's that tell you? That tells you that they see our region and our area as the desirable place to visit. 
and spend money. And Mohegan was, you know, front row center on that. So all of my concerts, listen to this, all of my August concerts, every single one of them, I think I forget how many we had, were sold out. July, we had the same experience. We're on a record pace on, on the concert side, entertainment side, and Mohegan's doing fantastic. So to answer your question, the summer was awesome, and the weather was too. Yeah. I know we had a I know we had a heat wave and there was a, you know, and all of that. But guess what? The beaches were packed. Swimming pools were packed. People were out and about. And I and we say this all the time, my wife and I. I'm so happy for the restaurant people who took it on the chin. And some never came back. Yeah. And now we're turning away business and trying to make up some ground for all those years that, you know, we dictated that they couldn't open. You did. You know, you touched on the weather. And yes, uh, sometimes it was extraordinarily hot, but it never really seemed to rain. And when you know every weekend that you can go to the beach, you can go to the lake, you can go to the pool at the hotel, uh, it doesn't matter really how hot it is because you can – you can fade that by, you know, being in the water and and all of that. So not having rain, even though we need a certain amount of rain, you know, to keep the planet healthy, not having rain for these many weekends in a row, especially, uh, has been a boom for the industry. Especially for the restaurants who yeah. have a lot of the capacity outdoors. Yes. And, you know, and they were packed. I, I know. And if I didn't, I hate to say it, but if I didn't know the owners, I wouldn't have gotten in. I mean, there were, there were there were weights like you wouldn't believe. So it was a great summer. We had a really good time. Got to a couple ball games. Um, my daughter went to a volleyball camp, and she's getting ready to start her high school season uh, in about a, a couple weeks. Uh, and I love volleyball now. I'm into it. I'm into it big time. And just to watch the kids having fun again. And guess what? They're not wearing any masks. This will be the first time that they will play sports up here without wearing masks and everybody was really talking about that you know and being normal i felt so so bad for them because to play a sport like that and to be suffocated wearing a mask you know it's very hard to do also to communication because you got to be able to see and the social emotional component that children were were cheated out of uh somebody at some point is going to assess the damage that was done i've seen some of it tom I mean, you're looking in some cases at people that basically lost two years of education uh, that they'll never get back. Uh, the 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 P&L on this beyond the numbers at the human resource level is almost incalculable. It really is. And, and business still has not recovered. Uh, we still need people. Uh, we, we, we are shorthanded. We get by, you know, even at my concerts, you know, we don't, we do not have enough personnel to service a 10,000 seat arena. And, you know, I think, and I've said this from day one, and I don't know if I'll be right or I'll be wrong, but history will write that, you know, it was a big miscalculation of how we handled it. And now you see, you know, the CDC, oops, they did a couple of things, you know, misinformation and all that. And, And I don't, I don't, uh, discredit anybody i you know we were all learning as we went but 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 i but i will say this though and and that was a very professional answer and you're not afraid to have a tough opinion let me let me just and i jumped in on i jumped in on you quick here to be fair uh that's not fair to what you were just saying but you look at the states that did not 
button-down crazy, even when the science didn't support still staying masked and all these restrictions that were being done. I mean, compare the difference between, say, Florida uh, and some Democrat state. Tom, there's no comparison. Uh, Florida did better. I think that's what I'm referring to. Yeah. I think when 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 history is is written on this, and we not we may not be around, it may take that long, but you're going to see that you know there were a lot of missteps and and overreactions, and of course once it became political, all, all bets were off. So you know I, but I think we learned a lot hopefully. Uh, but when I read the uh, the CDC uh, article that you know they 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 could have done better and all yeah. that. They said the next pandemic, though it was buried in the story, they said, and I wonder what we learned, because they said in the next pandemic, they want to encourage more lockdowns. And so, you know, somewhere along the line, somebody has got to learn a lesson on how to really deal with this, because I have friends who lost their businesses. They'll never come back. And, you know, what, you know, the debate will be, who was right and who was wrong? Was science right? Was your opinion right? Was the politicians right? We'll figure all that out, and we're going to. But, you know, to answer your question, though, we finally figured it out, and we're, and we're beyond it. And I think this, this is just my opinion talking to people. Uh, now when people test positive, no one freaks out anymore. Oh, yeah, he's, 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 got, you know, he's, he's got a cold. Or, you know, it's... it's yeah, cold. we'll see you in five days. Yeah, we'll see in five days. You know, you don't even have to quarantine. We've relaxed all of that. You know, it's and now there are people that, you know, and you, you're you can speak to that as well, that, you know, it's it's not something to fool around with at all. No. But at the same time, the majority, you know, uh, my my daughter tested positive, ruined our vacation. She was fine, you know. And, and so I think people will will now discount or not overreact to any kind of urgency or or crisis i think we've learned a lot as a people to live with things and deal with things and not have that fear factor anymore keep in mind when you turned on the tv harry remember every station cnn especially and fauci and everybody had a tote board people were dying you know by the millions or infected by the millions and this and, and you've believed it you believed it, and it was true i mean there were a lot of people that around the world and all of that but at the same time <clears throat> You know, it was a way to, I'll never forget, the producer at CNN, who, 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 you know, wasn't there anymore, said they were told to hype that thing up big time to make people afraid and scared so they would watch, of course. So, you know, those are the lessons I think we'll learn. But the, the benefit this summer of all of that, we all exhaled by the millions. How about that figure? Instead of millions being infected, we exhaled by the millions and had fun. And we got together as friends and family again, and everyone was out and about. I'm sure the boardwalk was crowded, the beaches, you know, all the restaurants, my favorite, Capriccio's at resorts. I'm sure you couldn't get in there, you know, and I'm sure Mark and his team killed it. And everybody, on, you know, all the casinos did great. I saw Borgata did really well for the year. I mean, everyone really had a lot of celebration to do, and they deserve it. Every one of them deserved it because they sacrificed so much to get to where we were this summer. Remember, the last couple of summers, it was difficult, and this one wasn't. So, you know, this one will be one we remember, and I think we can keep moving on from here. We are visiting. We're going to take a quick time out. Come right back with Tom Cantone. Tom Cantone is the president 
of Sports and Entertainment at Mohegan Gaming and Entertainment, also known by the acronym MGE, is largely responsible for revolutionizing casino entertainment on planet Earth. I mean, that's just I can't believe I'm I'm actually a member of a club, an FFL club with with the celebrity access innovator of the year award and will always have the distinction of being the inaugural recipient. And this was designed to recognize the entertainment industry's most innovative people and organizations who paved new paths and creative initiatives. And maybe we'll talk a little bit about it, like what Tom did with the bubble at the um, at the arena, the Mohegan Sun arena, and how they were the only game in town when nothing, nothing was going on in America. They they actually figured a way with all the pointy-headed health department people and everything you would need to do in order to, you know, to breathe at that hyper-sensitive time. Uh, it's not an accident that uh, Tom, who accepted it not for himself, but on behalf of his organization, even though he was the innovator, uh, he, he, he turned it into a team award because that's the kind of person he is. I want to talk a little bit about that, and I also want to talk about because I think most of our listeners know that Mohegan Sun has a great uh, working relationship affiliation with Resorts Casino Hotel in Atlantic City. So Tom books all that entertainment as well. And from Mark Martell and the Ultimate Queen celebration to the Motown show to Howie Mandel, who's coming, Air Supply, there's some great entertainment. The, the comedy uh, that, that uh, Tom put in on two different um, weekends this summer. A lot of neat things happening here in Atlantic City as well. We'll talk about all of it with Tom when we come back in just a moment. With Tom Cantone, a legend. I am not, but I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thanks very much. We are visiting with Tom Cantone, president of sports and entertainment, Mohegan Gaming and Entertainment. And Tom, I brought up the Atlantic City component of your responsibilities. Talk about what you've been doing entertainment-wise at Resorts Casino Hotel in Atlantic City. Well, we have a great call. Uh, every week with uh, Mark's team, Maureen and Mary, and then Mark every now and then jumps in as well, and always good when he does, because we get quick answers, and he, he gets it right away. There's no better leader in, in Atlantic City, none, or in the industry, in my opinion. So we we strategize, we look at the calendar, we we see where we need programming and good content that aligns with their marketing plans and their database and how they see things. And, and so my team goes to work. I got a uh, great support with a couple guys on uh, my team, Dario and Greg and resorts knows them <clears throat> who help us out. And we, we go out and we find the right, see, it's harder in, in, in the arena business tours are routed. So they often route through you and then you try and find, you know, the right routing date in that particular period with resorts and our, and all of our other properties, it's state specific. So it's harder to do that. Like they'll need a, they'll need a show on, uh, uh, making up September 10. And, you know, what can we find there? And, and then we, we come up with a list and we send it to them and, 
they look at it over what they think might work with their marketing team and they review everything with the people that know their players and of course you know what would be appealing in the market and all that and what's not in the market or they just played uh another place there and thing so we we all collaborate we come up with a plan and we go to work and we make the offer uh we're pretty good at making offers because our buying power is pretty substantial company-wide so and i know what everybody gets so when the agents try and get get you you know to a level that you know <laughs> no way we're paying that and because sometimes they still harry this was the way it was when i first started out you know they would never play a casino or if they did it, you know uh it would cost a fortune blah 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 those days are over and i i was a, i was literally an army of one and because vegas was ruining it they were not, not even in the business that i was in because i was doing more contemporary now people they were doing people at the end of their career of course now they've changed <clears throat> when they saw what atlantic city was doing and so you know when when an agent throws out a number you know we know how to deal with it and so we save you know the properties a lot of aggravation and 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 money that way they also all know you wouldn't say this but i'm going to they all know they're dealing with the guy who wrote the book and i say that not figuratively a lot of people would only be able to say that figuratively i say it literally the man who wrote the book book him you have booked more entertainment nobody has ever uh challenged me on this tom this is quite amazing because you know i've written it so it's worldwide and we speak it here on on this platform you have booked more entertainment i believe than any person in history i don't know how how could anyone have done more when you think about atlantic city uh, for over 40 years, uh, you have um, uh, your days even uh, at, at Hershey, and I'm not saying that like t- saying that like it's um, chopped liver, uh, and of course Foxwoods and Mohegan Sun. I mean, no one has ever booked as much entertainment as you have. Well, I don't know, but you know, I, it's got to be up there because you know my Hershey days. That was almost nine or ten years, whatever yeah. it was. I did have a, I had a ten thousand seat arena there. I had all the the, the the various venues in the park at Hershey Park going full speed ahead with entertainment. And so you know when you pile all that on to the years of in gaming, and soon you know, I just came back from Canada, and we're going to open up um, a five thousand seat brand new venue uh, at our Falls View property there, and. So the programming there will be, oh, I don't know, we'll probably do two, 300 shows with our other venue there. And there's so much programming, I don't even, I can't even keep track. You know, I, I'll say, I'll say to my team, you know, we, and they say, what do we, what are we, what did we pay for so-and-so? I don't know. What do we, do? we have it all in the system, but we have, we have so much content and we've done so much that, you know, it all becomes a blur and, you know, so there's so much volume that we do now it's 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 really a plus though when you're dealing with the agencies who you know their job is to get as much out of you as possible yeah. and of course when they see when they see a casino and there are other casinos that don't do don't do the, a, a good enough job negotiating they just rubber stamp things and yeah we'll pay whatever blah 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 which is makes it tougher for everybody but not for us when you look at some of them that operate, and I'm not putting anybody down to lift anybody else up, but there are grind joints. You, you've got some of these slot-type parlors. They don't offer any amenities at all, no entertainment policy, no food and beverage 
policy, so on and so forth, uh, some with no you know, hotel uh, accommodations. How do you describe the importance of entertainment in the total experience of becoming an attractive destination? I've always said this, and it's not a put down to anybody, not at all. But our product is the same wherever you go. We all have the same slot machines, the same table games, good restaurants, probably a health spa, uh, great hotel. You know, we, we all have the same. So what separates you? Well, I think it's, it's you know, we're event driven. I, I said this back in Atlantic City days in the early days. You know, all things being equal, the casino industry is event driven. That's when you bring in the most profitable, best players and the volume that you're looking for on specific weekends when you need it, on programming nights that, you know, if you'd have been dark, you would the restaurants would have not been jammed. No, the hotel wouldn't have been jammed. Your rack rates would have been lower. It's all about the events. It doesn't always have to be an entertainment event. It has to be an event. And when you have, and I've always, and I saw this when I was a walk one in Atlantic City, and I looked around and I went, and I didn't know anything about in Atlantic City. And I came from Hershey. And I, I said, man, you guys are all doing the same stuff. Like, you know, what makes you different? So at the Sands, you know, I went to them and I said, you know, let's do something else. Let's, let's go after the people who are in pop culture. Yeah, that, that, that's when you did uh, Eddie Murphy, who had never done a casino show. Billy Crystal, who had never done a casino show. You did things like with Milton Berle and the Bacon Brothers and all these things that um, now seem kind of, you know, normal, but you were completely outside the box. And I remember you took great pride in sort of winning the coverage because you would do something. Somebody else might have done something that they thought was much bigger or whatever, uh, but you would do something that would win the day. You know what I'm what I mean by that? Yeah, well, we were the first to do a meet and greet. There were no meet and greets. You know, we we did what with with Sylvester Stallone, Rocky. Uh, we <clears throat> we brought him in, and then we did a relationship with Tiger Eye, his boxing company. And we and we we co-owned Aaron Pryor, and you know that was the first. And then nobody ever met Sylvester Stallone up close and personal or any celebrities. So, you know, that's what I'm talking about, an event. Yeah. And then the same thing with the Sopranos. The Sopranos never did. They were the hottest thing in all of television. Historic HBO series. I mean, like the Beatles. They were incredible. Everybody loved them. Well, I asked them. I said, you guys want to do an event? And I met the guy that, that their business manager and lawyer one night I was out with him and we put that together and it was the biggest thing we ever did. It, it'll still be my, my casino guys tell me this, the biggest night in Foxwoods history from a gaming standpoint, you're talking about Sopranos, Sopranos. So- and, and that was not, and, and James Gandolfini didn't live a lot longer than that event. Did he? Well, this was a years before. Okay, it was years we, before. Okay. Yeah, and I got them to do the re- a reunion wow. to come back. And then, yes, tragically, right after yeah, that. That's what it was. I knew it was right after one of the shows. So it goes to show you, there was you talk about pop culture. I mean, that was so huge. Everybody, it seemed, myself included, loved The Sopranos. It was amazing television and actually restarted sort of that genre where you see a lot of these shows that kind of uh took off because of sopranos i know you have to go in the next three minutes i've asked you this question i believe on a on an occasion or so over the past 31 years of this program 
what was the toughest event or act that you ever booked? You mean toughest in terms of toughest in, in terms of actually achieving it, making it happen? Well, it'll, it'll have to be Billy Joel's first ever residency because it took me 25 years. And I, I was friendly with, obviously, his manager forever and started in Atlantic City, Dennis Arfa. And I, I said to Dennis, I said, you know, he will never play a casino, Tom. You know, just get it out of your mind, blah, blah, blah. So we had dinner one night, and I said, Dennis, I got a 10,000-seat arena. We, we got to get him in here, you know, blah, blah, blah. He goes, well, if we do this... It has to be record-breaking. And then I knew that he was interested. And I said, what do you mean record-breaking? He goes, um, he has to do 10 in a row. Wow. And I said, and I said, absolutely, I've done. And I can, I'll tell you what the price was. But I, and, I, and I went, and I didn't get any approval, nothing. I just commit. I shook his hand that night. And I said, 10 in a row, absolutely. And we committed to doing it. And then I, <laughs> I went to my bosses, and I told him what I did. And, you know, we realized, you know, we, we were on to something big. To their, to their credit, they supported it right away. And nobody knew. There was no residencies then. You know, it was the first ever. And the, and the genius of this was, and it wasn't my idea, it was, it was his manager. We never let the public know that we were doing 10. Because if we did that, then it would sting out and people would only buy the best tickets and all of that. And you wouldn't sell the, the ones that, you know, you had to sell. So we only went up with two or three. And I'll never forget it. I was standing in the box office, nervous, because I made a big commitment, <laughs> the biggest commitment ever, ever. And the Ticketmaster system blew up. It crashed. You broke it. That's you broke You broke Ticketmaster. Broke it. And we looked at each other and we went, oh, my God. So we fixed that. We sold out three 10,000-seat um, capacity shows in a row within minutes. Then we waited a day or two, and we said, back by popular demand, we added two more. But that was five, and they blew out immediately. We waited a couple of days, and we added two more. And then blah, 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 until we got to the 10 we wanted. And then from there, he went and has, has now a record residency at Madison Square Garden, and I think he's 80-some now. And it all started with that. So I would say toughest in terms of years that it took to do and the best in terms of results, we did 100,000 people, 10 million in growth. Wow. Let's stretch one more minute because I've already blown the uh, breaks. I've got three breaks I still have to get in, and i got to get you out because we only agreed to 30 minutes, and we're at 30 minutes in about 30 seconds. What is the next toughest one? Paul McCartney. And I, I say that because – Because it hasn't happened yet. No, and I've made what I call – Fab four, four Fab Four offers, and you know Barry Marshall, who is his uh, manager in London, very nice guy. You know he knows I'm on the radar. Uh, I'm trying really hard. I do have an offer in for next year, if hopefully he he tours again, uh, and all systems are say that he will. He's 80, you know, but it doesn't matter. You're, people come to see him and the, and the music and live that time machine when the world was special it was special i'm sorry if you didn't live it i can't explain it i just can't you know the generations today it's different it was a time when we needed a pick me up you know kennedy was was assassinated the world the world was was in depression our country went from camelot 
to total depression. And then all of a sudden, this sound hit that came out of left field, left field, and they were phenomenal. And, you know, the, the, he's still around. Yes. He's still around doing all of those songs that you close your eyes and all you do is you transfer into a time machine when life in your mind was better. I said to Margie, I'm doing over the weekend, I'm doing a social media post. The Beatles work. And, you know, McCartney's very special because he has the Beatles work, that catalog, and the, the Paul McCartney and the Wings, that catalog is on its own standalone Hall of Fame. Uh, which, by the way, congratulations on your Hall of Fame nomination. Tom, I've got to go. I'm so late. But which body of work, you know, there's the Red Album and the Blue Album. I sort of break the eagle, the Eagles. I, I break the Beatles down to two different eras, 62 to 66, 67 to 70. Which body of work do you think is better? Well, here's my, here's my answer on that. Uh, in short, it was the White Album. I'll never forget is a double album. Every song was different. Every song was unique, creatively sounded different and produced different and just kept coming at you. You remembered every single song the minute you heard it and you could repeat it and, and in your mind and all of that. The, the thing that I critique the others around, like you mentioned the Eagles and the Rolling Stones and all of that, even, even Keith Richards said, you know, we only had one, the same singer all the time. The Beatles had different singers. The Beatles had different compositions. Uh, they would never sounded the same. McCartney hit it right on the head, which is what I said. She loves you, which is one of my favorite songs. It didn't even come close to a day in the life. Right. So they but never- did you like the, we got to go, but did you like the first five years better or the last three years better? I'm going to go with the first five. Me and too. I, and not, that the, not that the others weren't as good. Same here. But they were, they, yeah. The first five, we were, it was, uh, my energy level was juvenating. It It was the British invasion. It was the, the early songs were just unbelievable. But you couldn't, Harry, you you couldn't wait for the next one. You know, they're the only group in the history, the only artists that had uh, top five songs at the same time. Yeah, and they had A and B. They had top songs on the B side of the record. And they they had no advantage of social media where you push your button and you download a song. You really had to go out and buy the song and yeah. buy the records. Yeah. They had the first five, the top five spots. Yeah. I knew we were going to see this eye to eye. Tom, I know you have to go and I have to go. To be continued, right. FFL. Love you, Harry. Thank you so much for having me on. Love you back. This was very special. We'll be back. Don't go away. He is Tom Cantone. I am Hurley in the Morning. Powered by the all-new Bet Parks New Jersey Casino and Sportsbook app. BetParks.com. This is the Town Square New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And it is Harry Hurley at 39 minutes past the hour with three stories that you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. Extensive traffic advisories this week in Egg Harbor Township especially and one in Hamilton. We have the whole list. Go to the app. Go to the uh, website. It's right there, first story. Our readers submitted their cell phone photos of favorite meals. It was so much fun. And we compiled in a separate article in Gallery, New Jersey Fresh Farm Market Roadside Stands. Check them out all throughout Atlantic County. 
the town's New Jersey Info and Weather Network. I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. No complaining about a damp and dreary day. We really need the rain, although this is only a one-day thing and definitely not a drought buster. On and off rain with an occasional thunderstorm today, mostly cloudy and humid, high of 82. One more push of showers this evening, then some clearing, low 71. Clouds and sun tomorrow and maybe an afternoon shower. Tomorrow's high temperature rises to 86. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. This is it. Your last chance to win five early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I do think that both Tom Cantone and Mark Antonio are both right. I think the Beatles' White Album is the best. It was their ninth studio album, and it's the only double album by the Beatles. It's in a plain white sleeve and a plain white um, cover with only the Beatles, the band's name embossed on it. I mean, it's it's very, very cool. And it's known as the White Album. I sentimentally pick the Red Album, which is 1962 to 66. The Blue Album is 1967 to 1970. And then you have the White Album, which is a double album. It came out in late 1968 and again 22 songs and the only double album in Beatles history so they're right but sentimentally I'm sticking with the red album 62 to 66 early in the morning WPG talk radio we'll 95.5 FM and 1450 AM hi it's Mark Levin join me this evening at 6 now back to Hurley in the morning on WPG talk radio 95.5 FM 1450 AM South Jersey's talk station I have a quick correction to make in just a moment because I said something about the Beatles and the White Album that was not correct I caught my own mistake right as I went into the break uh, and I'll tell you why um, I even know why it happened but this portion of our program also brought to us by Batteries Plus Bulbs, stores in Northfield, New Jersey, right next to Broadcast Center on Tilton Road, 900 Tilton Road. And Route 73 in Mount Laurel, Roy, Scott, and their team are extraordinarily service-minded. They have creative solutions to fix your cell phones, tablets, batteries for your various power tools, cars, boats, motorcycles, golf carts, and other devices. Performance batteries, they have what you need to get ready for the storm season as well that's around the corner, including generators. So much more. That's just a, when you go into the store, oh my gosh, it's so clean. It's so well stocked, neatly laid out. They just do a, a exceptional job. And I urge you, shop local, shop batteries plus bulbs and tell Roy and Scott that Harry Hurley in the morning sent you. All right, so my correction is the album, the White Album came out in November of 1968. And I said 22 songs. I know better. It's 30 songs. Double album, their only double album for the Beatles. It came out on November 22nd. I said 22 songs and I caught it, but the break started and I knew I would just fix that at the end. Here's another thing too. And so many people did it. I hope you didn't throw away your vinyl because everybody thought, oh, eight tracks and then cassettes and then CDs and all these different things. Nothing has ever sounded in history 
as good as vinyl ever. And so many people threw their vinyl away. Here's another little tidbit. I don't know if there's anything to it, but one of my, it's not my favorite album, but one of my favorite covers is Abbey Road. And if you go to Abbey Road, um, whether it's the 50th anniversary edition that they did, they also did a, a 50th anniversary white uh, album. Oh my gosh, remastered. I mean, just beyond belief. But Abbey Road, the order is John, Ringo, Paul, George. And, you know, they're on the, the, the crosswalk and there's the big white stripes. Uh, we have them now. I don't think we had them like that back then, but they have them in England. But the order of the Beatles has always been John, Paul, George and Ringo. So you think that that album would be John, Paul, George and Ringo, but it's not. I don't have it in front of me, but I know it's correct what I'm saying. It's John. He's in a white suit, full beard, long hair. Then you have Ringo. He also was wearing a beard at the time. You have McCartney, who did wear a beard and mustache at different times, but not at the time of the Abbey Road album. And then you have George, full beard, long beard, long hair. McCartney, um, probably the most conservative in terms of no facial hair and a short, shorter, but not, he's had shorter, but shorter hairstyle. But it's John... Ringo, Paul, and George, not John, Paul, George, and Ringo. I just think that's a pretty uh, interesting stat. And I have never bothered. I might do it during the break, uh, although we're going to go to Mayor Kane, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to continue this point further. But I do want to know: what, did that just happen that way, uh, or did they did they set it up that way? That I would lean towards they set it up that way. But if you ever notice. In your own life, you and your wife, you and your partner, you and your spouse, whatever the case might be, even friends that take pictures and you get together, you're always Don Hurley, Harry Hurley, you're always in the same location. You do it unconsciously. It's like, hey, I'm, I get on the right side. It just happens and, and it repeats. So you would think that that would have been John, Paul, George, and Ringo, and not John, Ringo, Paul, and George. I don't know why, but I'm going to make it my business to find out. I will report back sometime soon. When we come back, oh, what a, I hope you've had a, a nice morning with us here today and that you've stayed for whatever time your busy schedule will permit. I do urge you, please go to the website. It is the lead article on the top of the website on the top of the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app, there are a bunch of traffic advisories, which if you read this article, it's a one stop. And then you can avoid certain areas where you won't have to worry about detours or uh, one lane, alternating lane stuff and things. And there's one spot in Hamilton that we detail. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground. 
to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. Approaching seven minutes past the hour, Mayor Kane is here. This is the Auto Plaza at English Creek weekly radio program in the nine o'clock hour. Monday mornings, tell a friend. Mayor Kane is also the mayor of Hamilton Township, Atlantic County. This is a program devoted to a weekly discussion about automobile service parts and sales and really civics and government and anything else that Mayor Kane wants to talk about. The Auto Plaza at English Creek by Charles and Amory Kane are the official and exclusive automobile service parts and sales provider for the Hurley in the Morning program, for the Hurley family personally, the Auto Plaza at English Creek by Charles and Amory Kane, 6122 East Black Horse Pike, Egg Harbor Township, on the web at myautoplaza.com. The phone number is 609-646-2447, 609-646-2447 to make an appointment for service, parts, or sales. Mayor Kane, good Monday morning to you, my friend. Uh, good Monday morning, Mayor. I uh, hope you had a wonderful weekend. Pleasure to be here this morning. It was a great weekend, and I even wrote a post about it. I put a great weekend even got better when the great Margie Hurley, the incomparable Margie Hurley, made me some of my favorite fried tomatoes with her awesome sauce that goes on the top. Oh, I don't know if you like fried tomatoes, Mayor, but boy, are they good. Well, Mayor, you know I'm a foodie, so uh, I, I love different flavors, textures, oh. and uh, I, I love creating myself. So, uh, yes, I absolutely do. Oh, so delicious. Now, I know the movie, and it gets famous, fried green tomatoes, but we, we use the ripened, and my favorite are the perfect Jersey tomatoes that we have. And we had some, and our next-door neighbors, Dave and Michelle, brought us some Jersey tomatoes. I'll tell you what. Some some seasons, uh, for some reason, I don't get as many as others. We have really had a nice amount of perfect Jersey tomatoes. And I don't want to get into the weeds. You know, there's the Rutgers Big Boy Tomato, which is, many believe, the greatest tomato in the history of the world. Uh, you don't see that as much anymore. But the Jersey tomato and the Jersey white corn, Mayor, I'm telling you, it just almost doesn't get much better. Uh, I, I absolutely agree with that. There's nothing like a good homegrown uh, Jersey tomato. Uh, unfortunately, I haven't had a lot of corn this year, but um, uh, I, I have eaten a lot of tomatoes this year. So uh, uh, that's one of the things I love about this time of year. Uh, I love being outside. I love cooking. I love um, you know uh, picking something fresh from the garden. Uh, we don't actually do a garden. We do pots around uh, the deck and yard area, and we put our vegetables, uh, instead of having one common area, they're spread out all throughout the yard. And well, that's actually smart because I don't know what would happen where you are, but Margie's growing some tomatoes right now in a pot. If we went right into the ground, voles and other critters, it would be, forget about it, they'd be gone. 
Exactly, and and I think I mean I think that uh, vegetable plants are, are are very attractive, and I think they work well in in uh, you know different areas of landscaping. So that's what I enjoy, and um, it it uh, we we grow all kinds of herbs, uh, anything to add a little bit of flavor to a dish. So now I actually did a well, I did a post about it on social media, but I wrote a nice piece. It's an uh, article. I'll, t- I'll send you a link. Although you you are one of my most faithful readers, and I thank you for that. But I'll send you a link just in case you didn't see it because it was over the weekend. I did two galleries this weekend with accompanying articles. We did an article and a, and a photo gallery of 10 different roadside. It had to be roadside, and they also had to be working farms or a greenhouse. Nine of them were working farms. One was a greenhouse. Mazas in Northfield made the list. Uh, that's not Maziel, Mazas. Uh, they don't have a working farm that I'm aware of, but they have the greenhouse directly adjacent to the store off of Mill Road in um, in Northfield. And I, I love the little store. It's just so it's so quaint. It's just got so many neat little things in there. And the owner is a phenomenal baker. And so anyhow, they made our list. And what I'm getting at is, though, one of my photos was the simple ingredients. And I put two slices of bread on a beautiful plate. A tomato that was sliced with like two slices out of it, but it was just set up really nice. And the um, jar of Hellman's mayonnaise. There was no salt shaker. There was no pepper shaker. Some people will put salt. I find that the, the tomato sandwich of my choice is wonderful soft bread. It could be potato. It could be white. Uh, there actually is a soft Italian that you can also get that, that it's also delicious on that. Again, I'm like you. It's a texture thing with me. Then the tomatoes, well, the mayonnaise on the, on the bread, and then the tomatoes. And Mayer, that's it. Sometimes sliced uh, so that you have two halves and sometimes sliced on the bias so that you have the, you know, the more triangle shape uh, version. I guess it would be nearly an isosceles triangle or something like that. But that's all. No salt, no pepper, nothing else required. What do you say to that, Mayor? Well, I've, I've never heard a uh, homegrown Jersey tomato uh, sandwich described that way. Only like you could do it, Mayor. Uh, it, it, well, sometimes you have to just let the flavors speak for themselves. Yes. And uh, uh, I mean, you know, when you have such a uh, you know a, a, a great grown tomato like that, why doctor it up with everything else? Just let the let the natural flavors uh, uh, shine through on, yes. on on the bread as you expect. So, and, I, and then I, that mayonnaise does give it that little bit of. Um, additional flavor it for me it doesn't call for any salt or anything else well you know the, the mayonnaise mixes with the juices of the tomato and you get that little sauce with it and yeah. uh believe me when i tell you I'm, I'm smiling from ear to ear just listen to the way you described it and uh, uh you know i wake up on sunday mornings and that's what i start doing i start planning my meal for the day the the, the meal for the family for the day and uh um like yourself I'm, I'm about compounding flavors and and just trying to get the best product and uh, it's sad yesterday i got have to tell you i was a little depressed yesterday when i when i realized that um, you know, we are, we're at the tail end of this now, um, yeah. you know, probably two, two, three weeks tops. Yeah. Uh, you know, if we're lucky, maybe we, we push a fourth week out of, uh, being able to enjoy the outside, depending on what the weather does for us. But we're at the tail end of this now. And, um, that's a little bit depressing, but it's been a great summer and, uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, enjoying the last couple of weeks. Let me tell you how great this weekend was. It was about 
three or four o'clock on Saturday, and I, in between working, which I did a lot of work this weekend between the dinner that's coming up and working on two different articles and two different photo galleries, and each of them take about three or four hours each. So in between all that, all and I start early, as you know. I started at about 6 o'clock in the morning. It was about 3 or 4 o'clock, and all of a sudden I said to Margie, I said, Margie, I said, this is incredible. I thought today was Sunday, and it's only Saturday. I, had, I can't explain it. I'd either done so much on Saturday that I felt like two days – I, because I, you know me, everything I do is based on time. I don't usually lose track of anything, let alone time or the day. For about five minutes on Saturday afternoon, I thought it was Sunday. And then all of a sudden, I, I, this is all silent. I said to myself, it's not, it's not Sunday, it's Saturday. I felt like I won the lottery. That that is I, I I fully understand that I have done that many oh. times in the past. I understand exactly oh. what you're saying. It was you wonderful. Know, it's funny that you mentioned that. And uh, you know, a week ago, I mean, I'm sorry, a month ago, um, I was sitting out back, a similar thing on a Sunday, a Saturday morning or Sunday morning, and I went into absolute panic mode because I'm like, wow. There, I mean, I, I realized that we had scheduled to have um, you know the backyard, the pool shut down, and. I thought it was for two weeks, and it it was actually for a, a complete another six weeks. But I panicked because when I saw the date, the date was only um, two weeks away, but I didn't realize that it was a month later. So um, I, I understand your panic with that or, or the joy of finding out that you have extra time. Oh. And that's exactly what happened to me. I'm like, wait a minute, I still have a whole month. I, I was getting uh, upset about it, but... Um, you know, but now, now the reality sets in weeks later that we are ending yes. and, and it's, it's coming to a close real soon. I know. I know. So sad. But what a great week we have. We've got the air show. We've got the practice run tomorrow. The rain is going to be out of here by tonight, tomorrow morning. So that's not going to affect even the practice round. And then no rain in the forecast for Wednesday and total sun. Probably looking at, I'll check it during the break. I know here on the mainland, it's going to be high of 85, 86. That would be later in the afternoon, lower 80s around noon to 1 to 2-ish. A little bit warmer as the day goes on on the mainland. Usually that means we'll probably be, let me look at it now real quick. Let me just check it out. Let's, I'm going to go to dark sky too because I'm telling you, I just I love dark sky. Let's see. See, for me, it has where I'm at. So it has here at the studio. Let's see what it says for Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. Basically, no chance of rain to speak of, like a 5% chance of rain. And when the air show begins, it will be about 77, 78 degrees by 2 o'clock it will be 80. So at noon, 79, 80 by 2 o'clock, 79 by 4, still 79 at 6, So and, and not a cloud in the sky. Total sun. It will become partly cloudy later in the day, probably right about the end of the air show itself. All right, back with Mayor Kane. Don't go away. And a reminder, it's always a great day to buy a car. 
at the Auto Plaza at English Creek. If I've inspired you to stop by or to call, please tell Charles that or Anne Marie or the team. 609-646-2447 on the web, myautoplaza.com. Physically, bricks and sticks, bricks and mortar, located at 6122 East Black Horse Pike in Egg Harbor Township. Much more straight ahead with Mayor Kane. I am her early in the morning. And this is WPG Talk Radio 95.5, all because of you, South Jersey's number one news talk radio station. Thank you for that. Life is hectic here in South Jersey, but one thing you don't have to worry about is missing the information you need while you're running around doing a zillion things. That's why WPG Talk Radio 95.5 brings you everything you need to know in six minutes at the top of every hour. National headlines from Fox News Radio, South Jersey News, and your local AccuWeather forecast all in six minutes. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Your radio home for the Atlantic City Air Show. That's right. PG Talk Radio 95.5. This Wednesday, the pregame show with yours truly. And oh, we have a star-studded six straight hours worth of guests. Dr. Harvey Kesselman will open up the program for the full six o'clock hour. We're going to talk about Stockton, Atlantic City, and a whole lot of fun stuff. Uh, Mayor Kane, certainly uh, dear friends with Dr. Kesselman, and they had a uh, extremely collegial working relationship proving that republicans and democrats can work well together when they are good republicans and democrats you take a bad one of either persuasion and uh, no go but that's not what i want to talk about mayor and and of course it's always a great day to buy a car at the auto plaza at english creek and to take care of your car and service it at the auto plaza at english creek and when you need parts you need tires you need all that very proud that the day i said i was i did i went and i put the air in my tire properly uh i lost two pounds in each tire it was crazy uh, it goes to show you that everything that Mayor Kane says is true. You would think it's still summer. How did you lose two pounds in each tire? Uh, and I did. So that's all perfect again. So that that uh, bright light warning Will Robinson danger, danger system isn't lit up anymore. Hate seeing that. So do all that. And if I've inspired you to call 609-646-2447, please tell Charles Amory and the team at the Auto Plaza at English Creek that I sent you early in the morning but here's what i want to do in this segment mayor your backyard is like home and garden i don't know if it's called house and garden or home and garden i think both actually exist one was a store uh right down the road here and the other is a magazine i think home and garden is the magazine so your backyard's like home and garden you you've got uh, casa de uh de cane so this man ladies and gentlemen when i tell you he can cook he can cook what is something that you prepare on your grill, that the fact that you're preparing it on the grill versus in the kitchen, let's say, makes it even step up another level. Well, Mayor, I mean, I I, I appreciate those kind words, and and you are correct. It's Home and Garden, uh, the magazine, and House and Garden was was in Northfield. So, thank you. Um, but uh, uh, I, I know I, I bought a set. I, I bought a uh, an outdoor patio set, um, a Suncoast set at House and Garden. I want to say uh, in 1990, and was still using that set up until two years ago. That's fantastic. 
And it, it, if it wasn't for the fact that uh, it was still, uh, you know, the late 80s pastel colors, uh, I probably still would have kept it because it was still the, 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 the frame of the, and everything was still in great shape. So uh, it was quality then and uh, still quality when uh, the new owners got it. So, um, but I cook everything on the grill during the summer. I'm outside uh, every weekend, uh, nights after work, if, uh, if I'm fortunate enough to get off in time and don't have a meeting. Uh, but my favorite thing, favorite thing, and as simplistic as it is, um, I love, love, unfortunately I don't enjoy them anymore, as much anymore because of the price of uh, uh, beef at this point, but I love a good ribeye on the grill. Um, it's probably Ooh. my favorite thing. And and my my you know my kids that are now twenty and twenty two they've been they've been cooking steak on the grill with dad since they were you know four or five years old and um, uh, when they could safely uh, handle a spatula and um, you know we have it down to a science uh, we love uh, a good medium rare and uh, you know we get that grill up to five hundred and fifty uh, degrees plus and uh, we kiss that we we just simple salt and pepper kiss it. Um, uh, quarter turn in, in a minute and three, uh, a minute to a uh, minute and a half to two minutes. Flip it, quarter turn a uh, minute and a half to two minutes later, and it comes out every time with a great crust and the perfect medium rare. Oh, oh my gosh, that that sounds like um, what's the place um, that is known? They're in Atlantic City, actually, known for very high temperature. Uh, and the, and the steak is only on the flame for a very short while. I, I want to. I can't think of the name of the place. Um, the general manager is Monty Dom. Uh, what's the name of the place? Drawing a blank. Mm. But they cook at a very very high temperature. That mayor. That seems to be the key. Now I saw something. I couldn't believe it once. Uh, Brian Gumble uh, puts it on the stove. I, I mean, it barely touches. He then flips it. It barely touches the pan one more time. He pulls it out and he puts it on the plate. The man eats a rare steak. I can't have that. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I have to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, I enjoy a, a, a good medium rare. Um, that's, you know, it's the best temperature for a steak and it has to have a great crust on the outside. Um, and, you know, and, and you can only achieve that by, by uh, high, high heat. And uh, my wife and I have this argument all the time, not argument, we have a disagreement all the time. Uh, my wife has uh, become a formidable cook in, in her own rights, but, um, you know, she's constantly adjusting temperatures. Uh, I know one temperature, and, um, uh, you know, I make that temperature work. And, and, you know, so in my head, as I'm moving around on a weekend trying to do things, I, I have a time for high heat, and my wife is, is, is kind enough to go back and adjust temperatures for me. So it, it, it makes for a fun weekend weekend for us every weekend i wish i could think of it and now, now tom wrote me that ton tavern it's not what i'm thinking of there is a steak place wait a minute now i think it's going to come to me oh my gosh you ever see it but you can't think of the name a famous steak place that is known for the high temperature that they cook the steak at but again, like what you're talking about, and there's even higher than 550. It's like 700 or something, or even way beyond that. Way, I think it's like a crazy temperature above it. Yes, Ruth Christ Steakhouse. That's the one. Now, there are people that will tell you about, and you can get these now. They're like blaze something or other, they call them. 1,500 degrees. 
Now, I don't know about that, Mayor. You know, and of course, there's infrared now and all these different ways. But this 1500 degrees Fahrenheit, evidently, there's something about it that when you reach the extreme temperature of like 1500 degrees, there's just something. I mean, it instantly sears the steak and locks in, you know, all the juices and things like that. Um, Mayor, are you also a big believer in you got to let the steak rest before you cut it, correct? It is absolutely a sin to not let a steak... Because explain what happens, and I've seen people do it, I've seen them do it, even on these silly shows where they're trying to sell the the meat or sell the, the grill or whatever. They go and they cut it instantly, and what happens, Mayor? Well, the juices just run out all over the plate. You have Correct. to give that time to. I, 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 and and I tell you, my son and I were having this conversation yesterday. Um, do you press your hamburgers on the grill with a spatula, or do you leave them big? Oh, you don't press them at all. That's that's a, that's a sin. That is an absolute sin. You do not press the burger on the grill. I, I, it's my. It's funny. My son came home from. Uh, he was out with friends. Uh, he stayed over on on Saturday night, and he came home yesterday, and uh, he he just had to tell me. He said, "Dad, I had to take over the grill last night. Um, I had to do it." I'm like, "Why?" He said, "Well, I walked over. I left it for just a few minutes, and the guy that was helping me, he was pressing all the burgers down, and I told him, "You don't do that." And uh, he's absolutely right. Put your burger on. Uh, don't overwork it. Put it on. Let the heat do the work and uh, do not press it, whatever you do. Without a doubt. I will tell you something that intrigues me that I'm going to try sometime. I have seen this is before it's on the grill. I have seen people take the, the hamburger patty if it's not a frozen and going on the grill if it's fresh. And you either press it down with a thumb or something like that. And you can put cheese in there, then reform it so that you don't see the cheese. And then the cheese is throughout the the hamburger but inside not on the top have you ever had a a cheeseburger where the cheese is infused inside the burger absolutely yeah now i i'm going to tell you i don't think i ever have but i'm going to familiarize myself with this probably within this weekend because i've always wanted to try it because it would seem to me that it would be fantastic uh, you know, I have to tell you, uh, I am a, a big fan of um, making a juicy Lucy when when that's what that's what it's called um, when when you um, want something different. But I have to tell you, I, I've, I've learned over the years that a lot of times, um, you know, even though you're doing these extra things and it's great for presentation, what have you, you know, the good old fashioned way of just stacking things on top is just as good uh, and you don't have the extra work. But I will do it, um, you know, depending on, uh, you know, for entertaining purposes or just for the family, I will do it to change it up once in a while. All right. So it's, I, I'm going to I'm going to just accept that. I don't have to check it out or anything. The the concept, there's a lot of things in life that you think about something that you think is going to be better than it actually is or something like that. But I, I get I get what you said right there. And I did look it up, Mayor. Uh, Ruth's, it's, a, it's plural, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, they cook at 1,800 degrees to sear in all the juices. Now, Mayor, have you had a steak cooked at that type of high temperature? 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I, I haven't been to Ruth Chris uh, in, in a while. I think the last time I was with another good listener of the show, Mike Merlino, uh, um, I enjoyed uh, dinner there for his, uh, his wife and my sister's birthday uh, quite some time ago. But um, they, obviously, the, everything you get there is always going to be uh, top notch. And uh, I, again, I believe in, in high heat, searing it in quickly, sear the juices in, um, and then uh, you know put it on a, a lower side of the grill, depending on the thickness of the cut and uh and, and as we said earlier make sure you let it rest um and uh how long do you let it rest for mayor well it depends on the size of the cut and the thickness but usually uh seven to ten minutes depending on what it is all right if you don't mind when we come back i i know you you said the, the ribeye um i want to talk about the different types new york strip filet mignon the um Oh, gosh. Uh, T-Bone. T-Bone used to be my favorite because you would have a piece of filet mignon within another cut of steak. So to me, it was like, you know, sensory overload because I'm I'm, I'm like you. I'm a lot about textures and flavor. And that's a I, I need to get a T-Bone again because there's something about having the two different cuts. But at the same time, that's very, very satisfying. And then you talked ribeye. Uh, let's talk about the different cuts of steak when we come back and how to prepare them. 36 minutes past the hour with Chef Kane. I am merely early in the morning. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hi, it's Markley and Van Camp. Join us later today at 1. Now back to Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM South Jersey's talk station. Thank you. It is the Auto Plaza at English Creek where it is always a great day to buy a car from Charles and Amory Kane, the official, the exclusive automobile service parts and sales provider for the Hurley in the Morning program at 6122 East Black Horse Pike, Egg Harbor Township. Coming from Atlantic City, they'll be on the right-hand side, heading west towards Philadelphia. 609-646-2447 on the web at myautoplaza.com. All right, so, Mayor, I wrote a list down. Uh, Of course, I start with tenderloin, which is also known as filet mignon, uh, because that seems to be the, um, you know, the the biggest, the best of them all. Uh, But but I will tell you that Margie Hurley prefers a, a wonderfully prepared uh, New York strip steak more than a filet mignon. So uh, different, you know, different tastes. So you have filet mignon or tenderloin, ribeye, sirloin, tri-tip, T-bone, which I'm going to reacquaint myself with, flank steak, which I'm telling you right now, that gets a bad rap. If you prepare flat steak or skirt steak well, it has a very, I, I don't want to say it has a bad reputation, but it has a lower reputation than it should. And then there's, of course, round or top side. Uh, you did tell us, but let's go back to it. What's your favorite? Well, I love a, a, a good ribeye, um, lightly seasoned um, and, uh, you know, kissed on the grill. I love a good, uh, I love the marbling. I love the fat. Now, my wife chimed in and, and she, uh, she, you know, she, she said sirloin. She loves a good sirloin. Um, she loves the way we marinate them and, and the way they're, they're uh, you know, heated on a grill. But, um, and again, I'm a big fan. I, and I, I mentioned this. I'm a big fan of flank steak. If you do it correctly and, and cook it properly, it's, uh, I mean, I think it has the most intense flavor. Um, 
I know you're a big fillet fan. I have to tell you, um, I can't tell you the last time I had a fillet. Um, I just, uh, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the texture, and I don't think there's enough flavor. But um, even, even cooking them right, uh, maybe a Pittsburgh rare, something like that with a fillet. But uh, other than that, I, I can't tell you the last time I sat down and had a fillet. Yeah, sometimes actually they're always tender, but sometimes they're not that flavorful. To be honest, uh, I will tell you that we have fallen in love with Shula's Steakhouse, Don Shula's Steakhouse, and the places filled with huge photographs framed and trophies and memorabilia. Uh, and there are several of them around the country. We go to the one that's in the Dolphin Hotel, uh, right right across basically from Epcot in Disney World. And Mayor, when I tell you Shula from a steak standpoint, this is as fine as you will have anywhere on planet Earth. Never ever have we had a bad meal. Fabulous in every way, no matter what cut you get. Uh the whole show, big butcher block filled with steak knives. You pick out your your own steak knife and you don't take it there that you pick it and then they bring it back to you another way just another service technique and they prepare i have to ask them i guarantee you they are cooking like i just explained with um ruth's chris at like 1800 degrees i think there's something about getting that fast sear that locks everything in because it's perfect every time Oh, that's the key. And, you know, during the winter, I mean, I, I normally will grill year round, um, pretty much, but, uh, in the, in the event of a, a real good, um, you know, uh, some foul weather where I really can't make it out the grill, I, I still, I also like a good cast iron. Um, love, love to cook steak in a good cast iron. Um, sear it quickly and then, and finish it off in the oven. Um, so I, give me one second. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mayor. I, I apologize. Right. Uh, okay. Trying to multitask and not yeah, yeah. doing a great job of no, it. No, you're, so. you're doing great. You're you're working. I understand. Uh, but so, but I, uh, again, you know, a good a good sear and a cast iron and finished off in the oven is another good way to prepare. And um, uh, I love that. Like I said, with a good uh, good ribeye or a good sirloin. Now you know, I'm starting to hear. Even though it's a great source of protein, I'm starting to read more and more that red meat is not that good for you. So the fact that a lot of people have been eating a lot less of it, maybe from a health standpoint, you know, I always growing up, I always kind of considered uh, red meat, high protein and 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 good for you. But uh, are you hearing the same thing that I'm that I'm saying that that there's discussion about whether, you know, you can have too much red meat. It's not that good for you, I hear. Well, I think that, you know, everything matter in moderation. Uh, I think that's true with just about anything. So, um, you know, I, I, I have to make sure I, I have to have my red meat at least a couple times a week. Or for some reason, I have to be honest with you, I don't feel full during the week. Um, you know, it's, it's a funny thing. I have to have, um, you know, good, good cut of steak at least once or twice a week in order to, for myself to continue to feel full for the rest of the week. Let me tell you, and then come back after the break with this. This is the quote-unquote ultimate top 10 list. Now, of course, it's only as it's the eye, ear, the beholder. But so, And I, I think some of this is predicated upon price as well, so value. Number one is flank. The flank steak is one of the most popular cuts of beef. Number two, New York strip. The New York strip steak comes from a portion of the short loin, and it talks a little bit more about that. 
Three, it has skirt. Four, ribeye. Five, prime rib. We didn't even mention prime rib yet. Six, tenderloin, which is filet mignon. Seven, sirloin. Eight, porterhouse. I didn't give uh, nine or ten yet because it's not on the um, nine and ten are on a different page that I'm not on right now. I'm going to ask you, Mayor, does that list surprise you at all when we come back with Mayor Kane? I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The global economic group headed by China and Russia called BRICS is dedicated to challenging the dollar. This means the dollar will be further damaged and along with it, the purchasing power of Americans. This is Stephen K. Bennett. I want to remind you that you can still protect your hard-earned savings from world events. How? By diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper assets and into physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To claim your free info kit on gold IRAs, simply text the word PROTECT to 989898. It's critical you get this information before the dollar is further eroded. And you lose even more of your hard-earned money. So text PROTECT to the number 989898. That's PROTECT to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation or purchase required. Take action today. It's early in the morning, anytime, anywhere, on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Mayor Kane, does anything on that list that I shared with you right before the break, which I actually texted you a copy of it, does anything surprise you, for example, that flank steak, number one, as one of the most popular cuts of beef, and it, it don't have time because I don't. I want to give you time to talk, but it talks all about the connective tissue and different things, you know, that that allegedly take away tenderness. But you you were talking to me once during the break about how you cut that, um, so that was interesting. The New York strip steak two, the skirt steak three, ribeye four, prime rib five, tenderloin six. Sirloin, seven. Porterhouse, eight. T-Bone, which I want to reacquaint myself with as I keep saying this hour. Um, because T-Bone, it's also kind of like strip steak and filet mignon in one. Not kind of, it is. And then 10, filet mignon. And I don't understand uh, how they have um, tenderloin as a separate area than filet mignon. Aren't they the same, Mayor? I, I was confused about that myself. I, I I thought they were one and the same, but here they have them as two different things. I'll have to look further into that. Uh, and again, yes. this was not like the Oracle Yoda of steak, but it was a pretty cool list. And it, but it goes to show you if you prepare it correctly, because I watch like you do. I watch a lot of these cooking shows, and I've watched people like Rachel Ray and even others. If you cook, um, if you cook. A, a lower cut of steak correctly and you cut it correctly in the right direction and so on, it can be very, very satisfying and delicious, right? Well, absolutely. And one of the keys with flank is when you when you are cooking it, when you, uh, depending on what you do with it, I love to use it to roll things up with, but um, uh, always making sure with any steak that you cut it across the grain. I mean, that's going to give you a much 
uh, more tender bite. And I'm really shocked to see um, uh, filet uh, down at the bottom of this list because... I have to believe maybe price is part of the list, the value of what you get for the dollar. It has to be. Because wouldn't you would... We both agree we would think it would be higher, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I mean, because I, I think about it, if you go to a steakhouse with, you know, three other people, uh, I, I would assume, you know, most tables, three of the four are going to order a filet. Yeah, I, I agree. And look at our dinner. Our dinner has offered uh, filet mignon at resorts, which will be October 7th. Mayor and First Lady Kane will be with us. Uh, always filet mignon is on the menu. Uh, this year, we're not having chicken on the menu, but chicken has been on the menu. The salmon will be on the menu and there will be a vegan choice. So we're going to have three choices this year. Uh, but like 70% of our guests, maybe higher, 75%, pick filet mignon. It, it's it's so popular. Let me go back to flank steak because I recently wrote a definitive piece on the best brujol that I can find anywhere in at least the southern half of the state. And it's 35 years in the making. It's Alan Angeloni. And his take on brujol is made with veal. Most brujol, when you think of the Italian dish, it's made with flank steak. Uh, that That's typically what you will see. And you, you talked about you like to use it to roll, which is what you do with brujol. And uh, if folks didn't see it, and Mayor, if you didn't see it, I'll send you a link. I wrote an amazing piece because I had a lot to work with. And the photo is so, oh, it looks so delicious. Alan took the photo himself. His brujol, if you've never tried it, Mayor, you must. It is incredible. Oh, I, I, I can only imagine. Uh, I'm a big, big fan of it. And, uh, um, you know, I, I use, uh, I'll, when I make that at home, and I do from time to time, I'll pound a, a, a beef round really thin and do it with that, too. And, and boy, you want to talk about something that will come out tender. Um, so uh, there's there's many variations of it, but uh, I can only imagine at uh, Angeloni's how, how awesome that would be. Two minutes row or so, about two and a half. Is there something unique that you can cook on the grill that you don't cook in in the stove or just you feel is better on the grill? I mean, for example, let me just throw corn out there. Do you cook corn on the grill? Absolutely. Uh, I, listen, I cook everything on the grill, um, and I would prefer to cook it on the grill outside as opposed to inside the house any day. So um, every everything goes on the grill, and um, that's year-round, too. Yeah. So... Um, We've done the same thing. We will fire the grill up in the winter and, and, and put steaks or things on there. A lot of times we'll do it inside as well. There's little things you can do if you um, – and Margie has a great one. If you have a nice grill pan, you can do some amazing things uh, on the cooktop. Uh, it, it, you'll get the lines and everything. It does replicate the grill pretty nicely. I just, I, I just love when that that, that, that fat and the uh, juices trip down and yep. they hit hit the hot and then it just it comes back up and and again uh, as you said I mean obviously you can make things amazing on the stove it's just that 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 freedom of being outside and 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 uh, you know standing over that hot grill I love it so well I'm I'm with you because I usually am the grill master uh, when we're having a party a lot of times I'm not the grill master if we're just cooking and it comes into the house. Uh, most oftentimes I'm not the cook, but I, I will say this, 
hamburgers and hot dogs and chicken, whether it's chicken tenders. We like to do the little chicken tenders on the grill. Mayor Kane, you can't beat it. I've had your chicken tenders on the grill, and they are delicious. So oh, so good. It just comes out perfect. And, and I've learned to do corn on the grill, which is a lot of fun. Leaving it in the husk, but putting some things, you know, the, the seasoning and the butter, and then the husk back closed, wrap it in tin foil on the grill. Woo, real good. I love to roast a good piece of corn for roasted corn salsa on the grill. I absolutely love it. Yum. Now, I haven't done this much. I think Margie did it once. You can do, like, pineapple and fruits of different kinds, mangoes even, and things like that. Uh, grilling that on the, the grill. Some people grill bananas on the grill. The, the, the grill is just – it's amazing, the, the flavor and textures that it creates. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. Uh, and the, the flavor that it imparts, it just heightens your, it elevates your meal. And that's, that's, uh, uh, and, and the experience of cooking it, uh, I think. Um, so it, it makes it less about, um, you know, a routine maintenance thing you do, and it makes it an event. And that's, you know, every day you can do that. And that's, that's why I enjoy it so much. Mayor, we have about five minutes left in your program. What would you like to close with? Well, Mayor, I do. I, I, I want to touch just briefly. Uh, I had a, a chance to, to call in last week, and, and um, I do want to mention again uh, the great things that are happening here in Hamilton Township, and and, and the courage of individuals to uh, help. Uh, me see the vision that we have here in Hamilton, and that's to to reduce the size and footprint of government, make it more efficient, um, and reduce the burden on taxpayers. And and you know we've done that uh, through several things we've done in town. One of them is obviously joining the county court system, uh, and and uh, you know consolidating the courts throughout Atlantic County. Uh, I believe is going to have a major impact. Uh, one of the other things we just did, and I, I my hats off to the board at our, our local MUA. Uh, they've made the courageous decision to uh, accept the offer from the township and, and move into the uh, town hall to the space that was vacated by the county court uh, or the, the court leaving for the county court, uh, which is going to reduce their operating expenses over the next 10 years to next to nothing. Uh, and, and in addition to that, the township won't end up with a piece of property that could be integral in, in uh, helping uh, with the revitals, revitalization of our historic downtown. And I, I just want to, uh, you know, uh, thank the leadership of uh, Mary Jo Couts and, and the entire board, Janet Nichols, Frank Tomasello, Luke McFarland, uh, for their courage in uh, not listening to the gadflies and the naysayers that tried to, to create uh, static and noise with lies and deceit um, and having the courage to look at the, the situation do a deep dive into numbers and make the right decision for the ratepayers and taxpayers of town, Township of Hamilton. Mayor, that is tremendous. And let's end on uh, another sort of grill question, uh, and it's a good one. And there, I wrote, good question, and there is a big difference. The difference between a gas, natural gas grill or charcoal grill. Wow, I am a huge, huge fan of charcoal, but I will go back to what I said earlier, um, you know, about uh, cooking outside as opposed to inside and how it becomes an event and not a chore. Um, 
I say the same thing with cooking on gas and charcoal. Although I love the flavor of charcoal, you know, charcoal is a chore. And yes. um, there's guys that are, are great at it and, um, you know, they understand the nuances and how to do it and how to regulate the temperature. Um, honestly, that's just too much work for me. Let's, um, also, you know. let's also mention, I'm the same as you. I, w- I love the idea, but I don't want to be bothered, you know, with how long it takes to get hot. And, and and handling the charcoal briquettes and the whole, but I do remember my father used that all the time. The big blue bag uh, with the briquettes in it. I mean, I'm talking big bag, super size, like you see with some of the pet food bag sizes. Um, they also make them in smaller sizes as well. So I like the concept of charcoal, but for convenience, gas for sure. And we could even get down to there's natural gas where you can have it hooked directly from South Jersey gas, let's say, or or have the propane tanks. So we could break it down to even that. But I think that's um, it's a very good question uh, from Tom. Uh, and there is there is it's totally different if you grill with charcoal briquettes versus natural gas. It's different. Let me also squeeze in. For your comment in the final minute and a half that we have, Mayor, the things you can do with different types of wood, people cook with wood, but you can also put like a piece of uh, a certain kind of wood in on the grill. Do you ever do that to, to give it a little little flavor? Oh, All the time. Yeah. All the time, uh, you know that that is something that I really enjoy doing, imparting flavor and smoke um, into um, different cuts of meats and even vegetables and other things. So uh, that I do all the time. Uh, with uh, do you do you put it on top of a piece and actually cook it on it, or do you just have it in the grill and then it's burning and cooking rather and having that flavor happen? Usually, I, I'll just put them in a in a foil packet with some holes in it on, and put one grill, one burner on the low side on the grill, uh, and allow them just to smoke and simmer while the while the other meat is cooking. And uh, it it does a, a great job. It just gives it just that little bit of extra smoky flavor, which uh, and and it seems like a cut that you may have cooked rather quickly that you were doing it hours on the grill. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice. That's a very well phrased comment very appealing comment that you just made mayor i don't know about you i am starving right now this is this is <laughs> this is too much so am I, now, I did tell you what i'm doing for lunch so i've got lunch already figured out but this is this is what something else <laughs> what we've been doing closing comment closing minute <laughs> i'm starving well, Mayor, I, I, listen, I, I enjoy this time with you and your listeners. I enjoy it even more when we get the opportunity to talk about food because, uh, you know, uh, uh, next to cars, food is my passion. And um, I absolutely love, love, love to entertain and, and uh, create. So. Is, it, is it always a great day to eat a car? I mean, to buy a car at the Auto Plaza? Exactly, Mayor. I enjoy this time with you and your listeners every Monday morning. I love the way this show takes on a, on a uh, direction of its own. And remember, Mayor, it is always a great day to buy a car. Thank you, Chef. Take care. Have a wonderful week. You too, my friend. Mayor Charles Kane, the Auto Plaza at English Creek. If I've inspired you to call, please tell them that. 609-646-2447 on the web at myautoplaza.com. Tom Foley said he puts the wood chips below. They do have an area to put the wood chips in many of the grills, so that's that's very handy. I kind of like what Charles said, though. You put it in there. And you have the, the poke some holes in with that uh, tin.